such a good one right there. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Go Live. It is a special one. End of 2022. Um, for... Most of us, maybe some people in Australia or Asia already in the future. So happy new year. Happy new year to everyone. And for listening to us on Spotify after the fact, thank you so much for tuning in, joining and listening to us. And what will always be, always be a show. We strive to make you feel invigorated. Hopefully we let you exit 2022 on a happy note and enter into it beautifully. Thank you so much for joining us. I am joined by my cohort in crime, Asa, who looks always terrified every time I talk to him. What's wrong with you? Why do you look like that now? What have I done? If something's gone wrong. No, 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 we're working. Everything's technically smooth. We're fine today. And yeah, for those of you that uh, celebrate New Year, have a great New Year. Have a great 2023 and the rest of 2022. If you've got a few minutes of that left. Personally, I don't I don't celebrate it. I stopped believing in the passage of time a while ago. But for those of you that enjoy it, have a great New Year. Um, and yeah, we're at that weird point where the news cycle pauses, but we can talk about the whole of the last year and the whole of the next year. So there's plenty, plenty to be digging our teeth into. <laughs> Absolutely. So I thought you were going to say, like, I stopped believing in the New Year's Santa or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> believe, stop, stop believing the passage of time. That's why he's stuck in the past That's with VR. That's why I'm still so childish. <laughs> it was the future. <laughs> That's my excuse. Uh, that is my excuse. <laughs> no, absolutely. We will be doing a very different show because the new cycle does quieten down. But there was a choice we missed last week because it was Christmas Eve. Um, and... You could have missed New Year's Eve, but I thought it was really important to kind of wrap up. It's been a very, very eventful year. May not be in terms of AAAs for Xbox, but it has been an eventful year for the platform, for all platforms, and lots of invigorated discussions going forward about the respective platforms and their tra trajectory in the future. And who better than these lovely gents to talk about all thing gaming. Returning to the show, I always go with the person that ah, you're drinking. There, Samurai Kibiji, there you go. Make it all good for you. Thank you so much for coming on. One of the first supporters of the show is always lovely to have you on, man. How are you doing? Dude, I'm good. Like, I'm happy to be back. Uh, hello, chat or listeners. Thank you guys for swinging by. It's Miss Tola from Kibiji. Great to be talking with the lovely Gaz and Ace from Game On Daily. Thanks for having me back, guys. And boy, let's get ready for 2023, the apocalypse of gaming. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah, it's the grand finale. <laughs> Already started ominously. 2023 is the death of gaming, according to KBG. You can clip that. Not the death. No, I said finale. <laughs> like, like it's the firework finale. It's just going nuts. It's one of those positive Fine. apocalypses, right? Exactly. It's a positive <laughs> apocalypse. Uh, last but certainly not least, it is a gentleman who has been a while since he's been appearing on Go Live. As always, it is the legendary gaming forte. Thank you so much for joining us, bro. How you doing, man? Um, You're muted. That's a great way to start. <laughs> yeah, told you. Not practiced in a while. This is like literally the only <laughs> podcast I've been on in the last two months that wasn't my own. <laughs> so, but uh, no, I was, as soon as you sent up the signal, man, I was like, oh, man, yeah, definitely. I haven't been on in a while. It is a lot of stuff to say about the stuff that happened over the course of this year that I kind of just been noticing and, um, 
Yeah, man, I'm just happy to be here with you, man. Third time's the charm. I love it. Thanks again for the um, invite as always. Thank you for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure. Every time you're on, there's always been met positively. And I'm really grateful for both of you, gents. Coming in on New Year's Eve, it's not it's not lost upon us. So thank you both for coming on. And I know it's going to be a fiery show. And thank you to everyone in chat. Shout out to Isla Drummer for being a member for six months and also being a moderator. You don't, don't have to be a member. She goes, happy, what? Hogmanay. Long may your lum reek and long live game. Is this some... Welsh thing. Are you Welsh, Isla? I have no what? idea. I have no idea what <laughs> that is. Uh, I could help you out, but I'm what not going is to. It? Is it <laughs> AJH says it's Scottish. I'm gonna... <laughs> Thanks for throwing me off there, Isla. Shout out to 168 people watching. It is Scottish. I was close. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> So, um yeah so on that note i don't know on what note but yeah before we do that i must quickly chat to you gents about what you guys are actually playing so uh i never do that enough i always have it in my notes but i never, I always forget so because i just i'm terrible as a host but tell me kibiji what games have you been playing lately and also chat shout out to hoggy yeah yeah chat let us know what you're playing um yeah so I am still a hundred and seven, no, 180 hours in my run on Elden Ring, and I still have not beaten the game. <laughs> wow. I'm actually playing that now, but yeah. Oh, wow. Everybody says that they beat that game in like 60 to 100 hours, I'd say, averagely. And I'm like, how? I don't understand. Well, if you follow the beaten path, maybe, but like. Dude, what path? Just... There is no beating path. The game is Elden, Elden Ring. I'm lost I've after never... 30 hours. I've done nothing. Yeah, I'm so I'm just I've gotten really back into Elden Ring because I finished uh, Ragnarok like two weeks ago, and I was kind of oh, yeah. happy to be free from that game. Not because it was bad. I was just like I was ready to move mm. on, kind of a thing. What do you mean? Hold on, hold on. I've heard that before. I've heard people say that before that they were happy it ended. What are you saying, Kim? I want you. I, to I just I just felt there. it like. Uh, I ran into people about this a little bit and I'm like my main con with that game is I feel the side quests are fantastic but boy mm -hmm. do they shove them in your face where you don't have to do them but they they make you feel bad for not doing them kind of a thing uh, at least that's okay. how I feel but yep. no, I thought it was a great game wasn't one of my favorites of the year I made a thumbnail of that and <laughs> my favorite games of 2022 and everybody was like oh god it's an anti-Ragnarok video, and I'm like, no, I just, <laughs> I just thought that was interesting, because it's always in the Game of the Year conversation, I thought that'd be an interesting point. Oh, it's not yeah. one of his favorites. So, mm. what was better? Oh, Tunic. Tunic was freaking awesome, so... But, I know um, you were on the show. You absolutely loved that game to the point where you, I think you 100% completed it or got the secret that was ending, my, right? Spoilers, that was my runner-up for my favorite game this year. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, but... But yeah, so I'm single player wise Elden Ring, and I'm just always bouncing around multiplayer wise between Halo Infinite, Fall Guys, Gaz. We still have not played together, and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. <laughs> Those are my yeah, three games do. that I keep bouncing around between. Yeah. Yeah, and and shout out to Tony. Tony does play everything, uh, which is great. Um, so it's really good to see your stuff on the channel, including anime stuff, which I follow, which I will start watching Bleach because you hyped it up like. Um, crazy. <laughs> I will now that I can skip the, the all the filler out there. Um, but Tunic, that's a good shout. That's a good good game. I I kind of uninstalled it. 
because I was just like, mm. it's not going to be like, like, it's not one of those games that I can endorse to everybody. It's just not. The music is good. I just feel like you need to be high to play the game. But then I do that. I'm just saying. Because, dude, the idea of you try to solve that while you're high, you're not going to do it. You're just not. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Forte, bro? What have you been playing? Uh, So, recently, I picked up Death's Door on Switch because it finally came out on there. And um, I'm actually enjoying it more on my Switch than I did on my consoles just because of the fact that I could just do runs in like wherever yeah. I'm at, like even when I'm at yeah. work, sometimes in between, like just going to break, I'm just like, oh, play some Death's Door. So is it running good? Because I was going to get like Cult of the Lamb for my Switch. I thought it'd be good for that. But then I'm like, it doesn't seem to run that good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, well, Cult of the Lamb got way more stuff going on in it than, um, yeah. than um, Death's Door. So it does run good. But the biggest thing is once you're so used to your Switch, it's like the little hiccups you see are like, mm, is yeah. that really a hiccup or is that just the game the system sucking at this point so i i kind of it suspend a lot of stuff when i play on the switch and i'm like yeah i know that it's gonna probably not be as good as the console version i know it's not gonna be but just the ability to play it whenever you want to um so i've been playing that uh and i'm finishing up on um god of war because literally i had it the day of and i was still what two weeks in I still was in the first half of the game and I was like, yeah. I definitely need to finish this game because this is <laughs> ridiculous work. Work is killing me. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm also finishing up on, um, Callisto protocol. Oh yeah. I got to finish completed that a couple of days ago. Yeah. It's not, as, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. It definitely could be better. Um, but being a huge dead space fan, I have to get through to that, get that out of the way before remake comes out next month. So I have to finish that game beforehand. So those are like the three to three to four that I've been bouncing around in for the most part, outside of, you know, the normal destiny grind every other day, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. I, <laughs> I'm not doing those grinds anymore for you. It's uh, Destiny for me. It's multiplayer. So I'm kind of moving away from that now. Um, and I'm enjoying my single player. Finally, man. In this space, people will be like, what have you been playing? I can't say Call of Duty and Fortnite or Apex Legends because it's like, what the fuck is your point of your value in, when you talk about these games because you've got a backlog going all the way to Vagrant Story and PlayStation 1 yeah. day. So I'm like, time to, time to change up. I hate that I have to do that, but I have to do it. Acer, you play everything um so what have you been playing <laughs> i play all sorts of things but no well except <laughs> yeah, the switch the is switch. a fair point yeah no switch no mobile <laughs> games or anything like that um i've actually spent this is really rare for me i spent six hours straight playing a game today playing god of war ragnarok um and do you know what the dual sense controller was absolutely fine no complaints about battery none of that six hours straight just playing my game so um i'm with no. most people on that one like it's a, it's a brilliant brilliant game that is really frustrating in its pacing at times so i don't know if i if i spend mm. more time enjoying it or hating what it's doing to me but overall there's it's, the qualities outweigh outweigh the suffering so i'm loving that and obviously vr is my thing that i'm just all over at the moment so <laughs> um just quickly on on the vr point i saw acg shared uh, a video which i haven't got a chance to watch it he says He's a bit worried, maybe, perhaps, of the future of VR. Did you have a check out, check out of that? What's he alluding to there? Just I to haven't watched it. I'm definitely going to. Yeah, ACG's yeah. obviously a really good content creator. He's done a video that's titled, um, is, there, like, is it worrying the future of VR? I can't remember the exact wording of it, but um, I've not watched it to see his conclusion, but I'm hoping his conclusion is that, yeah, we need to stop Microsoft or it's, it's just a problem. Everybody 
get on board with the FTC, with the CMA, exactly. all the rest of them. And do not let Microsoft acquire a single studio. Anybody that whispers they should buy Squanch Games should have their social media rights revoked. They shouldn't be allowed to, to participate in the conversation Why for the good of the future. Why Squanch? Because Squanch are a, a virtual reality studio. Everyone's saying, yeah, like, because they made high on life, so a lot of Xbox fans have suddenly noticed them and said, uh, there's a studio that, that, that nobody owns. Microsoft have got money. They should buy them for sure. But that's, that's a yeah. VR studio. Leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. They are. And if you haven't played Trover Saves the Universe on VR, you're l missing out. You absolutely are. Um, I mean, play Callisto Protocol. I think it's a great game. And Leo uh, Lyon in chat says he'd give it 8 out of 10. I don't give scores, but I think that's a good game. I think I, I understand yeah. what the developer is going for. Um, there has fundamental, not fu well, there has some fundamental flaws. I can see why people don't like it. But another game to play when you're high. No, I mean, another game to play when you're scared and at night. A heart attack. I just think Seriously. they wanted to go more into the melee side of that game. Like, I think that's the thing that people I wasn't that. expecting the most. Because some people were just like, oh, Dead Space, I get to run around with tools and kill things again. But no, it's more melee based. And I actually yeah. like that kind of a little change up on it. I, I really appreciate the fact that they went for melee because every melee encounter, even if it's like the normal enemy, it has meaning to it. Yeah. Now it's like every and how it would be. And I feel like I'm almost like common people just try and see what they're trying to do with it. I know it's not for everyone. What was that game? Was it Condemned? That first person, a really good game with the yeah. horror game with the melee combat. Mm. Yeah, that, that was game's AI was incredible at that time. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably hold out to this day. And that kind of first person, the weight, Dead Space, uh, not Dead Space, <laughs> Callisto Protocol has that weight. I also really like the story beats at the end. The game really hits its vibes and without adding spoilers, explains what's going on. And it's like, holy, like this. And it's a beautiful game that makes it much easier to be drawn into the uh, universe. Violence, lots of blood, people's really good uh, facial animations, voice acting. So, but it goes to show chat, like we always use Metacritic as, uh, oh, I do. I'm the culprit here. Always say, it, always say it. For the sake of consensus, consensus I always bring it up. Metacritic, what's the predicted score? Because we kind of need to come to some kind of established parameter, however flawed it is. But recently we saw High End Life and then we saw Callisto Protocol. And there seems to be a divide between what fans or people who played the game think and what reviewers said. Callisto Protocol, maybe a lot of people were against it. But I, I just think it's, it's kind of showing that people need to just experience games for themselves as always uh, and make up their own minds because reviewers maybe out of touch with what you like it's it, there's a lot there um shout out to danny passion official with a ten dollar super chat shout out to you bro he goes happy new year hope this is that this 2023 gaz confess confesses that he's a secret pony um if you probably watched the video last week or the week before i don't remember when uh where we talked about where i was scathing in my remarks for um spencer um, Acer, it wasn't that bad, was it? I, I, I wasn't listening. I'm going to really quickly interrupt with the serious note because I've just seen in chat people are talking about our, our good friend Hoaglaw. So um, Richard Hoag has been oh, on this yeah, channel yeah, before. Yeah. He's uh, a thoroughly good chap. You yeah. probably know him from um, from his virtual legality videos and content. Uh, he's in hospital mm. at the moment. He's not doing so well. So 
I won't go into specifics of, of what's happened. It's not the place to do so, but prayers and good wishes to him. Um, and then, yeah, back over to whatever whatever hype Gaz is, is talking about. I missed it. No, no, I just want to quickly <laughs> add to that. Uh, Hogue is a lovely human being. He's just so intelligent and he's just so generous with his time to everyone in the community. Just a nice guy. And it's, it's, a bit, it's really sad to hear. But, you know, God willing, everything will work out. He's, he's a fighter. Uh, my my prayers, thoughts to his wife and to the family. Um, and just everyone just... His, if you're not on Twitter... If you are on Twitter, sorry, do send out some positive vibes. Like you might be thinking, why? But the wife did ask for it, um, Mrs. Hogue. So just please do just take some time to send some love uh, her way because he's a lovely, lovely person. So um, shout out to him. Uh, and yeah, race just yeah life's short um but like no hopefully he fights through it uh, he's a great guy um and thank you for reminding me there uh asa um but yeah so just to switch it back into asa let's my video that made the people shit themselves despite the fact that i've been saying the same thing since e3 was it that bad i want to hear your assessment on it because i haven't talked to you about it was it that bad what was it was it the what was it that pissed Which people video off are we talking reckon? about so yeah, I released a video where I said Phil Spencer, sorry, I should ask just context, assuming <laughs> everyone even watched this video. That only has like 3,000 views. Um, I just basically said, what was the title of the video? Well, it was basically like Xbox playing the victim card. And I was just pissed off mm. at Phil Spencer's like uh, appearance at the VGAs. I'm saying well, they didn't show anything. They're just being really reactive. They need to show, which is what I said, 2023 and every year after that, we don't want to hear any excuses, just put up or shut up. These are the exact same words Ryan McCaffrey actually used after the fact and other people have used. Uh, but mine comes from a position of passion because I'm biased for Xbox. But what's your take on that? Yeah, I, had to, I had to clarify which video it was because all of your videos upset someone or other. So um, <laughs> that's just a, a running theme. This one, this one, though, this one did get you celebrity status. You became a headline on other people's podcasts because you upset people so hard just by just by speaking your truth. And lots of people have already asked me about this in different places. Um, and I always have to tell them that you're sincere and you're telling telling things as you see them. So. Are you a little bit emotional more so than me? I, I'm, I'm less bothered by. Yeah, well, I'm an emotional guy, right? The highs and lows are, are outrageous. People probably struggle to keep up. Like, they're watching this right now, going, "Oh, what's he going to do next?" It's so spontaneous. This guy's wild. But no, guys, it's like a, a notch even above me on um, on reacting to things. <laughs> nobody, uh, nobody that I've spoken to has actually said that you said anything unfair. I think people. I mean, bad news gets to people when you're talking negative, so some people don't want to hear it, but. You just speak in your mind, so no, you have my full support. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> I, I had someone said that if they well, this on a podcast, and it'll be in the my source video. If they see me, it's on site, which basically means he will kill me if he sees me. Good luck to you. Um, the source video will cover that. Also, I have to add a bit of a disclaimer. I have a source video coming out now. I have to say this: it is raw. If you don't like dark comedy and it's very dark, don't watch it. The strong language and there's imagery in there that's very strong. Understand it's done in the sake of humor and the kind of humor I like, dark humor and jesting, and it's all satirical. <laughs> I have to explain this to people. But this video is so raw that I have to say that. I feel like I need to say that because it's on the limit there. So please, but it's not that bad. It makes it sound like it's like a snuff movie. <laughs> kind of is. But 
just brace yourself because if anyone wants to chat shit, they're gonna get banged. Um, but yeah, <laughs> good good luck, bro. Uh, to the people who are chatting shit. Um, Rodimus, it was also... <laughs> you gotta get, get banged. That's what that that's life. That's life, bro. Chat shit, get banged. And speaking of chat shit, Erodimus was chatting shit. But thank you for the five dollars super chat. He goes, hey, my man Forte, take that hoodie off and remember, no destiny in twenty twenty three. Quit the job. Happy New Year. What are you gonna say to Erodimus? I, I told him he got to pay me fifty thousand dollars for the next year, and I will go and I will make a video of me deleting all three of my characters, and I will never play Destiny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if he if he does that for 2023, he ain't got to worry about seeing Destiny ever again on me. <laughs> Go for it. Erodimus is in your hands. The power is in your hands if you don't want Forte to carry on playing Destiny. Um, but yeah, um, so let's move on. Like that was, that was a good chat to see kind of where everyone's mind frame, uh, mindset was uh, at the end of the uh at the end of the year, Erodimus says 50k um, you'll pay uh, for you to stop playing Destiny. Um, hope that's in dollars. Uh, but yeah, it's in pennies. See. No, shillings. Shillings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, first topic of the day. This game, I don't even know how this game is even going to come out. Like, um, If there's any game in this space that developers have an excuse to delay, which they have delayed, but delay more indefinitely or whatever. It is Stalker 2, which got a gameplay reveal trailer, which uh, I'll get your views on. Um, well, my mind's go straight into it. Both of you gents have seen the impression, uh, the trailer, I assume. So let me get your take on it. Forte, you saw this trailer. Stalker 2 is hyped by a lot of fans, especially Xbox fans, because it's on Game Pass. Um, So what's your take on it? What do you think of the trailer? Yeah, once again, one of the best-looking games that's going to come out next year by just looking at that trailer alone. (laughs) We knew that when we first saw it a couple years ago when they first uh, unveiled it. Uh, I like the little subtle thing where they said made in Ukraine at the very beginning, so you know, got to throw the little shot Mm -hmm. that, hey, even though we've been going through all of this stuff over the course of the last calendar year, we still are making our game, and our game... Yes, it got delayed, but it is still coming out next year. Uh, I just find that incredible due to everything that's been going on in the world because they literally had to leave their offices, defend their homeland, protect their families, and we're still getting a game out from them within 12 months. I can't believe that. <laughs> 12 months that. of that of the, of the actual release date. Um, I really like. I always like the story elements of the Stalker games, and it looks like they're really taking that to another level when it comes to this. Uh, the gunplay, I mean, until you actually have it in your hand, you really can't feel how it feels, but it just, it looks good. It looks really, really good. And um, it was one of the games that I was really, really looking forward to in 2022. And it's really good to know that it actually is coming next year. But um, I just like the fact that this is something that's actually coming and they didn't just scrap because they, that studio had every reason to just say this game is delayed indefinitely. Yeah. I and mean, that's the thing that surprises that. me. <laughs> that, that this is, <laughs> by the way, we have to give a shout out um, and some respects. This is how crazy the situation is with with the, these devs. Um, one of their developers, Vladimir Yezhov, actually died last week in battle fighting this war. Yeah. Um, so, if you want perspective on, you know, how this is a game, I'm going to buy a physical copy of or digital copy of just to support the dev. I'm not saying that you need to do that, but just it's special. Like 
if you watch the documentary, I think they did it at the last E3 showcase event or whatever the showcase event was, they literally showed you their environment before and after and where they're working on. Mm-hmm. I don't think people take on board or stock. I get we get numbed because the sea shit day in, day out. But that really hit me when I saw them they're just working in, not squalor, but war. So take your time. Um, please don't be pricks to these devs. Um, and just respect, shout out to all that team, uh, I have to say, and I'm just being sincere here. Um, I respect them immensely. And I hope the game bangs because it looks sick. It looks mad. Kibiji, talk to me. What do you think of this game? Are you hyped for it? Did you ever get a chance to play Stalker 1? So uh, I I never played the first game, but I have a friend that did and was like through the moon when this was announced. And he's like, dude, you got no idea. Like this could be freaking the shit. Um, and And I want to say... Usually when I'm on this show, sometimes I feel like I'm the devil's advocate that Gaz gets his whatever. But this is gonna be one of those times that I might be the saucy person. And it's a little bit maybe controversial because, you know, as you guys said, you know, give these people some slack and everything that they're going through. Um, I posted my reaction to this trailer and the 2021 gameplay. Oh my god, that was I told people, I'm like, okay. Visually, this is the best thing in this entire showcase, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw this trailer, and I, and and it's not a big deal, but I'm just acknowledging to me, man, this took a visual downgrade to me. Like uh, visually, it took a noticeable downgrade, in my opinion. But mm. um, if you put them side by side, at least. But uh, mm. but at the end of the day. You know, and people, again, as I'm sure you know, Gaz, once you say anything critical, then everyone loses their minds, kind of a thing. Make his life difficult on Twitter, people. (laughs) Oh, no. Literally, I posted my reaction, and my reaction to it, it's like my most disliked reaction I've had in many years. And it's it's 25% dislike. Oh, really? I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, And I barely say anything, because I was like so in the... Yeah, because 25%. And it's because I was like so... I didn't even say anything really. I was just like, oh, I'll react to this. Why not? Because I am stoked for this game. And I'm <laughs> still stoked for this game, yeah, by the way. Um, and I just didn't know what to say because I was like, I, I was watching it and I could barely even react because I was like in it, you know? And just because I noticed it though, mm-hmm. it's but bad. A lot of people kind of are saying that. I mean, yeah, I'm seeing the chat. There was Leo says he agrees. And then I see Gamer, no, I disagree. And that's fine. Everybody can agree or disagree. That's just something I noticed. But at the end of the day, like the tone, the characters, the animation, animation visually, that yeah. that looks bomb. Um, uh, like I am there for this story that potentially you can experience. And I think tone wise, they are nailing it. Um, the tone just, is, is very strong. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything else. And and I see in this one, there's an actual health bar at the bottom. Um, but I just I just personally noticed that it seemed like it got a visual downgrade. And I had a theory to that. And if that is a thing, maybe I'm crazy. I just I just see it when I see them side by side. I'm like, maybe they had to do that to get the game out this year. Maybe they had to do that. And if they did, fine. It doesn't need to be a visual thing. And I see like preach samurai the chat, but it doesn't need to be a visual fantastical thing as it was before. It still looks fine. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. 
There's Look at Elden Ring. Years. Elden Ring wasn't the best looking game ever. Still got game of the year. Absolutely. So. I I did see initially. I thought, oh, like it doesn't look as visually astounding as, as I expected based on the initial showing. Still looked good to me, but it did feel like it. Okay, it's obviously just a few steps back, but obviously based on what they're going through or whatever reason. Yeah. It's fine. Tonally seems to hold up still. Like Forte, you mentioned without actually playing the game and the feel of the guns, we won't know how good it is or generally anyway, but people are... Look, you know what? The people are like me almost, (laughs) but driven by their emotions, but they might assume yeah. you're saying something uh more when you're just making a very right just right just how could you a... how could you disrespect the student i'm like dude i'm not disrespecting i was just making an observation kind of a thing apparently I'm it's, not a big deal. it's because i criticized microsoft using the same parameters i've been shitting on playstation for apparently i've turned coat and i'm moving to playstation it's like what where did you get that from like people are stupid uh but they are uh but don't but take this it game i'm there for the story that's yeah. what I'm there for. I'm there for the story. It looks like it'll be. I'm yeah, I'm well. still waiting for the game that we see the day it re- the day they announced it to look like that. I haven't. Yeah, it's that's why it doesn't really bother me as much. I do agree. It does look like it has been downgraded, but to the point that I'm like, it still looks really good though. Yeah, no, it really does. I I I liked the gameplay footage, and it kind of reminds me of what I expected Half Life three almost like you know when they first showed off half-life 2 and episode one and two it just kind of looked like the physics and just it just has that vibe and if you remember stalker one that game looked amazing but it got delayed 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 until it kind of lost its thing and i never ended up playing it but acer what's your take on it did you ever play stalker one and what do you think of stalker two i've not played stalker one um it's kind of legendary status of a game like it has a real cult following um that went mm-hmm. on for years after its release. People just saying it's like it's the best thing. You have to go and play it, but but I never did. So and I probably never will at this point in time. Stalker Two, like clearly a couple of years ago, it was on point to be the best looking game ever, ever, ever. Set aside yeah. obviously the very serious things that that are happening in the Ukraine, because um, that's not the reason that it's been downgraded. It's been downgraded because they had to retrofit it to the Xbox Series S, and it's holding back mm-hmm. gaming. For... <laughs> don't don't agree. I'm being sarcastic. Um, yeah, no, well, I mean, <laughs> you're like, mm, yeah, that's a very good point. Mean, no, it's not a good point. Trolling, push It's not the series like, S. This one is still pushing the boundaries. What's happened oh, is, series um, S. I thought you meant yeah, series X, like just consoles. No, 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 no. Um, What's happening is they're, is they're <laughs> dialing it into becoming it's, it's a real game. What they're showing now is closer to the final presentation of it. So obviously, the studio is going through a lot. Obviously, like they could delay that game indefinitely and be absolutely forgiven for it it would be very understandable but what we are seeing there yeah. is this game is on target to release next year the trailers are getting dialed into what the game is going to look like on the hardware that's out on the market so yeah it still it looks phenomenal to me especially when the weather effects are going and the first trailer its highlights yeah. Were, yeah. were all of that thunder and lightning and everything lightning. happening that yeah. is still the case in this one but when it gets to the more like the mundane bit there's a bit where they're just outside in the open worldy bit and you see like trees clipping in that wouldn't have been mm-hmm. present in the, the vertical slice fancy trailer that they, they showed a year ago. Now it's becoming real when you're seeing kind of what, what the game will look like. But hopefully, yeah, it'll, it'll build on the, the reputation of the first one and be a, a showpiece game for console and PC. See, that kind of clipping stuff, that kind of sometimes gives me some reassurance because finally we're starting to see a game that is real because you know, they wouldn't put that out there. So it's That's less what of I, a said, I said a couple of weeks ago, like the difference between that Judas game and Atomic Heart, they're both like 
they both have a real distinct not the same art style but a real distinct dystopian art style but one of them Judas looked more flawed. It looked more real. Atomic Heart still looks like those initial Stalker 2 trailers. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Also, yeah. Mm. That's a That's good point. That's perspective. Yeah. Yes, because we, we've been burnt and we've seen this so many times. These really well done vertical slices, they may look really good, but they can end up actually burning you because as a dev, uh, because they're like... Hey, hold on. Like, there's a stark difference between what you've shown here, and then there's, there's, you'll be less forgiving on, I, on I the bug. I have to say, though, because a lot of people really come down on developers for downgrades in this scenario, and that's it's not like they don't deserve hate for these downgrades. It's just it's practicality. They're making the game, they shoot for the stars, and towards the release, they have to have something that works. And they're not doing it on purpose. They're not trying to trick you. They're not trying to put the best foot forwards and like sell you on a lie. They're showing you what they're targeting, and they're doing their best. Oh, yeah. And what comes out is real. So people like downgrades are an overstated controversy most of the time. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a great point. Um, except when Halo Infinite's involved. Uh, and <laughs> unless we have anything more to say <laughs> on that front, um, um, I, can we... I, Kaz, can I just plug yeah. in one thing and just say uh, two oh. things? Just one. I, I just realized this kind of kind of interesting how Replace showed up at the Game Awards, another Ukrainian game coming to Game Pass. Uh, mm -hmm. Visually, that game looks kind of stunning for its art style, though. Mm -hmm. And then this Amazing game also game. showed up in December, so it's they both these two Ukrainian games coming to Game Pass showed up in December, so that's kind of neat. Um, but also, just kind of one last plug in to maybe move on from this. If there's any games coming to Game Pass that maybe you should consider pre-ordering or buy buying. You know, replace then Stalker Two might be good ideas. Yeah. There may be good ideas to support the devs exactly. by playing them on Game Pass. You are still supporting the devs. So I've seen a lot of people in the PlayStation true. community yes. really yes. trying to like, oh, you, but you don't support devs. I'm like, bro, they Microsoft have paid them a lump sum to for the game to appear. Obviously, we're going to make use of our thing. So it's a bullshit point. Please do not fall for the stupid agenda of PlayStation fanboys who want to bemoan your enjoyment of this game by playing it on game pass do not feel guilt tripped into buying a game because some moron with 17 chins on twitter is making fun of you for that so give it your time that. or give it the i was trying to think of a word that rhymed with cash but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow source um and on that note but yeah shout out to the devs Wishing him all the best. Um, shout out to Colt as well. He just mentioned that he uh Hoag's come out of surgery, so bless him, man. Hopefully, he recovers soon. Um, and yeah, like he's a pivotal part of this community, so it would be just great to see him come back strong, uh, and fighting back. Calvus are uh, Carlos Alvarado, thank you so much for the two dollar super checker. Stalker 2 looks fire, but 100% needs more time. I don't know why you would say that, Carlos, unless you think it looks a little bit, you know... He might be with me on the whole, we saw something think. in 2021 and this looked a bit different. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Um, look, the developers, I feel like the game is maybe pressure as well. Um, economy might be tanking as well. Remember the legacy of Stalker? It got delayed so much that it never saw the light. By the time it did come out, it just felt like the... For me, I still re I remember this image of this game it was back in the PC magazine days, and I was just looking at the graphics. Like, 
oh, that looks so real. It's like, it looks so good. And I kept looking at it, and, and over time, it just never released. So they, the developers will be fully aware of that, and they don't want to lose any momentum and hype. Uh, so they can, they can, they'll want to capitalize on it. Ultimately, we'll have to judge the, uh, trust the judgment of the devs. End result will will speak for itself. But let's see. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the sake of the developers, this game, especially considering what they endured, hits all the right notes. Rob PJ, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat, man. Good to see you. He goes, hi guys, hi everyone. Please hit the like button. This is going to be a fire show. Facts. Thank you so much, Draw uh, TJ. He's a lovely supporter of our. Uh, of our stuff as well, I think, and just an all-round nice guy. Um, so, 2022, it's been an eventful year, and every single platform, apart from <laughs> Nintendo, um, well, okay, we'll talk about that, QBG, has <laughs> had some interesting, interesting years. Let's just start with PlayStation, because there's a lot of meat on that bone, because they have had, PlayStation has had a uncharacteristically strong start to their generation and i'm hearing some noise i don't know what that is um but the the strong start is kind of paving its way for playstation against a very robust microsoft in emboldened backing of all in on gaming with microsoft uh and it's starting to almost make us think like the status quo continues with playstation and last gen so this year they had gt they had horizon forbidden west both games i'm not really massive fans of um <laughs> they've had god of war ragnarok they've had other smaller hits like Stray, which won obviously third party, uh, but did you mention Gran Turismo? Yeah, GT Seven yeah, in May. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, so they've had a really good year. Uh, maybe perhaps not for me, but God of War was there in the running for Game of the Year. Um, great year for PlayStation. Um, what can you say otherwise? Can you critique it? Forte, talk to me. PlayStation had a mad year. You must have seen the hype. Their sales went up through the roof. They managed to put the price up at the right time when the console was available <laughs> and they need to capitalize on it. Sony is Sony. Um, yeah, so talk to me. What, what do you think? PlayStation smashed it, surely. Absolutely they did. Uh, they did what everybody wants them to do, release games. And depending on what platform you play on that could be a good or a bad thing let's let's be for real but i, I really i really enjoyed the things that playstation did this year i mean honestly over the last 24 months you know they dealt with all of the same uh, situations that every other company and every other platform holder dealt with when it came to coming out of 2020 with the COVID, with covid and everything so they were able to still have studios release a bunch of different games. We had Ratchet and Clank and stuff last year, Returnal last year. A lot of good games that came out of those studios from their first party. And I think that has definitely done the well. That's why they're selling as well as they're selling when it comes to other platforms and stuff. Nintendo is doing the same thing. But I just like the fact it got awards the reason I bought a PlayStation 5 day one. I bought it mm. literally knowing that, okay, it's coming. I don't care about any other game that's on a platform for them but that game and it's two years later and I'm finally getting a chance to play it. So they knocked it out of the park this year. It was the thing is there's games for everybody. Uh, even with all the delays that they did get from a lot of their second party games, their first party still gave you enough over the course of this year to make you feel like, mm. yeah, 
Yeah, it may not be like you said for you, Gas. There's not a lot of games there for you, but there was something there for everybody. So yeah, you definitely yeah, yeah. got something out of your PlayStation, either from first party, second party, or third party. And um, I think um, they definitely uh, hit this year out of the park, and they're being celebrated with that sales. Sales is definitely the reason they're doing well because of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Jesse P in the chat, who's usually very defensive of Xbox, is now being very offensive on PlayStation side. But I do agree with his point there, and I'm going to lead you to this. Kibiji, uh, slightly moving to forward. Actually, no, I'll bring Jesse's comment in later. But before we talk about Onward, 2022, like Forte says, has had everything for everyone, including this lovely game which is now on playstation yeah, yes. uh, xbox Fifu. uh yeah Fifu. yeah great game um what do you think of to uh play because you got your ps5 this year or yes last year? I, I literally like i kicked off the new year with like a big playstation 5 bundle like in january so popped on it which is cool um ratchet and clank rift apart got my favorite game uh that i played this year on that didn't come out this year i freaking love that game but anyways um okay uh yeah. but yeah like no playstation's 2022 uh if there's any complaints i have with it uh it, it it's kind of a similar issue that xbox did in 2021 that people just for some reason keep forgetting uh and that's that they released a lot of stuff kind of at once and yeah. i don't like it when people do that okay and it's it's what i mean xbox is, next year then <laughs> well maybe they're, they're maybe, lining maybe. themselves up to repeat but just front half instead of back half. But yeah, PlayStation, they had, uh, you know, great games this year. And you were talking about earlier with the whole Metacritic, of if that's a judge or whatever. But in my opinion, they had great games this year. But uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Gran Turismo 7, it's not a PlayStation game, but nonetheless, it's a, it was a PlayStation exclusive. Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, mm. uh, and I think there was one more in March. I don't remember when Sifu came out, but it just seemed like they kind of front ended their year pretty hard and then they just kind of had like a thing or two sprinkled through the rest of the year and i just want these publishers to spread out their <laughs> stuff especially if you're first party. Hard. It's not especially if you're first party but um i talk about that in a, a video that i just I think, did too about xbox's timeline but i think horizon actually got delayed into this year if i remember correctly. yeah i did but but yeah, yeah but yeah, you're right about that, and that's also true. But that, that, but, I mean, trust me, they definitely didn't want to release that game next to Elder Ring. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, like I, I still Horizon Forbidden West was one of the games I wanted to play the most this year. Still haven't gotten to it. Um, you I played Zero Dawn this year, it's, but uh, it's so boring. Dude, I, I want to, I want to play. Just says that I, I, you played the game. I listened to Aloy for two seconds, and I just so couldn't play it. It's, it's, it's so just, boring. It's so boring. I, like, I mean, it. I haven't and played I bought it. It was like half off or something for a Black Friday deal. Yeah, and it continue to be half off because it's boring. It just but anyway, so it got nominated. It got nominated for Game of the Year. Reviewed good, and and other than and like God of War, I rock obviously. Like yeah, PlayStation had a good year. Um, I just wish that they kind of paced things out a little bit better. That's pretty much. Uh, um, yeah. That game looks so good, though. It's it, and that's the thing about the game. I I love. I actually really like Horizon for, in West. It's it's a good looking game, but man, were you into Zero Dawn? That's the see. See, the thing is, Zero Dawn fell off the. Okay, so the magical Mer, the Meridian. When you get the Meridian, the game takes a turn. Either you stick with it or. 
you fall mm-hmm. off because they literally just Hello. give you it's like all of these trillion quests goes, yeah uh, it's like it's like right. literally like how far cry was like all the <laughs> all the everything just opens up on the map and you decide i can go here i can go there i go there yeah. but there's no structure to it and i'm like yeah and, 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 and then all the story elements just disappear until you do so many of those quests and i'm like i really don't want to do this and so That's i, I really enjoyed the game into that point but then it was like a slog after that and then forbidden west was pretty much that out the, the only thing that saves that game is the fact that it's a really good looking game and it yeah. and the combat is really good like the combat's yeah. really good i like the combat mm. in the game i don't have a problem okay. with the combat i just get um, bored when i play that game and also just yeah. a shout out like big mad, big mad mo also said like freaking stray got nominated for game of the year apparently that's not a big deal like yeah i agree with was, you mo was, I agree. It with was you, a Mo. good exclusive get. Like they had exclusive gets, and that's something that Listen, PlayStation they knew prominently they does. When so. they, they knew what they were doing when they found a way to get a cat game out there. Then this is no lie. People, I would, we were talking about this at work and stuff, and I would talk to guests about it, and they're just like, "Yeah, I'm a huge cat lover, and it made me want to play that game just because I like cats." It, it, I'm trying to tell you that is literally probably part of the reason why that game. Did it, well as it did just because Who, there's people that love cats. Now somebody needs to make a, a dog game. It did. We'll be <laughs> actually, yeah, right. cat versus dog community fighting each other. It'll be that PlayStation versus Xbox. <laughs> but Stray didn't. I, Mo, I agree with you. I, I, I just don't feel like that game should have been nominated. Me personally, but other people liked it. But Conan yeah, <laughs> Big Bad Mo goes. I call bullshit on a damn cat game. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. Um, I, I do share your sentiment. I got. I used the. I went to photo mode on Horizon um, Forbidden West for my one of my future of gaming videos. Went in photo mode and graphics were beautiful. I'm like, yeah, okay, let me quit. Quit photo mode and let me just play a little bit. Oh, fuck, I can't do it. She started talking to herself immediately. I'm like, fuck this game. I can't play it. it just, and eight, you are right there, Forte. Literally, soon as I hit Meridian, I looked at it. I was like, boom, Ubisoft game in my face. I'm like, yep. fuck, no, nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. And that's exactly where I stopped playing. It's not for me. I'm not saying it's a shit game. It's not for oh, everyone yeah. else. It's just. Maybe one day I'll play it, and like you say, the combat is good. It will get me there, but I just, I don't know. I can't find the drive to play that game. Um, I'll probably play Death Stranding before I play that on PlayStation, before I play that. I, you know, though, the, no, the last thing, I think the biggest thing is, I think it's the upgrade path in that game, which is good, but the things that are so fun about that game, you in order to partake in that type of stuff, like fighting the different bigger dinosaurs, well, the bigger robots and stuff, you have to be equipped to do it. And the fact that you have to go through those upgrade trees to get to that point, it's like, it's not like the older games like Turok where you're just playing the game and then you come across something and then you're like, oh, Turok. I can just fight Shout this now. Because think about, yes. that was the thing about games like that. When you saw, when you first saw Horizon, it's like, oh my God, it's Turok with a girl with a bow. It's cool. <laughs> so that was the thing that kind of mm-hmm. got people into it. But it's like, in order to do those things and do those things well and not get frustrated, you have to have those upgrades. And that's the thing that bogs the game down. Not saying that they shouldn't be in there. It's just that I don't think they're implemented well enough to make you want to consistently keep going, pushing forward to keep doing them. I agree with you uh, without having actually played the game that much, but I know pretty much what I get. I hear from the sentiments and reviews, and I wonder, and well, Asa, you, you are a fan of the original Horizon game. 
thought it was brilliant. But where does that leave Guerrilla Games and this franchise in the future? What's your take on it, sir? Forbidden West. Have you played it? So, yeah, Forbidden West is what I was working through before I moved over to, to Ragnarok. Um, I, I got into Forbidden West quite late. It came out in February or whenever it was. I did, like you say, I really liked Zero Dawn. Um, I didn't expect to like Zero Dawn because the whole robot dinosaur thing just, just looked like the imagination of a child and these things don't normally play out well. But Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn actually does explain itself away quite well. You have to get a fair way into it before it does. But if you do, it, it does. And it's, it's got a solid story behind it. Um, Aloy... She, she does she definitely talks to herself so that's definitely the biggest flaw of the game there are other flaws in terms of the open world structure and things like that but Aloy is genuinely irritating so i appreciate people people's sentiment on that one but for me forbidden west is still really good so far um yeah. i'm looking forward to going back to it the story i've not progressed that far into it but it's it's intriguing enough that i want to know what's going to happen next i want to get to that bit i don't want to search the map and climb towers and do hunting challenges but this was the same with ghost of sushima i don't want to chase foxes and do haikus and slice bamboo but it doesn't mean that the core game is bad so horizon forbidden right. west i'm very much going to go back to i'm very much going to chase that core game and follow that storyline through and then when i've done it i'll come back to you and tell you if it was good or if it was bad but for now mm. still on my list to get through quite how, soon how, how long how long do you think it's going to take you to get to that point that's the question good question a while so like games are too long now <laughs> games are far too long this is why i've been yeah. like struggling through god of war god of war i've been waiting for so long to play ragnarok and i really i can't remember if 2018 felt the same i really really liked god of war 2018 i came away so. from it with a really positive impression and then i think back to it i try and like reflect on it in light of ragnarok like did it have the same structure because it had the same structure but did it irk me in the same way i can't remember well um, i'll tell you as for god of war for me i was a maybe because it was it came out early in the year too it didn't come out <laughs> during the holiday which was oh my god crazy but i found a way to get through through um god of war 2018 i i think it took me about three weeks to beat it three four weeks to beat it I had like 42 hours until I did, did everything in the game. This one, I really like it. It's more of the same. It looks way better. I like the enemy diversity a lot better because better. you're not fighting the same things over and over again. The different <laughs> yeah. rounds have different enemies, which is definitely something that I think they really listen to their fans about. But if I find it harder to get through this one than I do... 2018 for some reason it's not because it's a, a, a worse game because i think it's a better game and everything i just don't know if it's the fact that i just think they padded out the game in certain areas where they didn't have to do that or mm -hmm. it's just that i'm not as interested because they didn't change enough when it comes to the story component in the combat side of it but when it comes to the okay. enemy side of it everything is good and i think the story's just as good so mm -hmm. i really haven't pegged exactly why outside of the fact that I've been working more, but even when I was working a lot, I still would come home and put three, four hours in just to get through it. Could be and pacing, I, could be the pacing. And, and I kind of don't, and I haven't really done that with this one yet. I'm still like your mic is your, your mic is suppressing you bad at the moment. So you are saying something very quietly. Um, <laughs> I had to turn down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was trying to say that before is that it's the pacing. And also we haven't talked about Nintendo, Xbox 2022 or other things. Yeah. I feel like we're talking about specific games a bit yeah, too yeah, much sure, here, sure. But, get, but I just want to say, shows, I think yeah. it is because of the pacing and how in that game in 2018, you're literally on a father-son journey. This one, without spoiling it, kind of bounces around a bit more, not making mm. you feel like you're on that father-son journey as much. 
Yeah, and that's all I'll say without getting too specific. That's a good point. But, but, but when it's good, good though, it's so so good. Like the six hours that I played today, I, I had a great time. I'm really enjoying it when it's good. It's just it's got sections that drag and places yeah, okay. it takes you where you don't want to go. So I don't know. Still highly highly recommend it. If you're a fan of God of War, you really can't miss this one. But I know some people had like some issues with like oh that's spoiler territory, but I didn't mind uh, the pacing so far. Uh, I've gone a few hours in and I think it's okay, but I'm in the minority there. But we'll see uh, about that. But it's quite interesting. Um, so your horizon f- feeling is, mm, well, okay, we'll see. I, I haven't played the game, so please do not take my views on it. Just uh, just see it as maybe an indication of perhaps why some people are apathetic to that game. Because I think Guerrilla Games, if I were them, I'd be like, hmm. Let us revisit maybe the way we approach this game to entice more people so they're not deflated by the third entry of uh, Horizon, not including the VR game. Uh, let me hit these super chats. Cerebral Paul, shout out to you, man. Thank you for being a member for how many, God knows how many months with a gold badge. I'm so hyped for gaming in 2023. Delays in 2022 likely means a packed 2023. I hate that. Uh, Kibiji, you're going to hate that, but it's true. Okay. It's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. Like, how are we going to do our day jobs and do that and then cover the games and then edit Dude, it? And I legit people... was wondering, I'm like, how do journalists even have the time to review all these games? You know, they're going to have to. It's but crazy. that's their full time job. Like for them. I, I want to ask them. I want to ask them, like, man, do they actually give you guys time off from the creating stuff to play this? Because there's so much coming out in 2023. <laughs> There's mad. I guess they have teams and they'll have to decide what games they play. That is also true. They'll spread it out, maybe. Yeah. But. Yeah. But smaller publications won't have that uh, right. luxury. So it's going to be... It is. Paul, so, so Paul, you're right. Like, uh, it, it's a good problem to have. Also annoying as a content creator. Especially one now we want to cover more games and game reviews. It's going to be tough. But it's a good problem to have. Um, so we're complaining about nothing. Jacob, thank you for the SEK9. I don't know what that is, but shout out to you with a smiley face emoji. Um, Gunstar, give us a HYN vocoder tune in the style of R. Kelly pre-sentencing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> if you like autotune, you'll love the next source video. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Um, Purple Tree Frog, shout out to you, man, for being a member for eight months. He goes, Happy New Year, everyone. Evil West was much better than I thought. Uh, it was going to be based off of I thought Evil West was much better than I thought it was going to be based off your review gas Purple that was why I did it I made it sound really bad so when you do play this absolutely game you'll enjoy it more and look it's each to their own I'm glad you liked it the bugbears were mine but a lot of people will come up to me because the game is so mid it's so mid and there's so many problems especially playing the harder difficulties it's like just games badly designed. Let's talk about that. Uh, Metal Gear Matt, Gaz, shout out from Canada. Love your Xbox callouts, ladies and gentlemen. That is a true fan of Xbox. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Metal Gear. Um, yeah, thank you for that, and thank you for the support. It's very rare these days. Um, Rims, thank you for being a member for six months, seven months. Sorry, happy new year, everyone. Here's hoping it for the Xbox games bandwagon to finally get on a roll without many disappointments in 2023. I'm there with you, Rims. I'm there with you. There, we'll talk about it because 
Xbox's fate might be changing for the positive. Like, we're, we're, we'll talk about it. I'm blurry. I didn't realize that. None of you told me I was blurry, bastards. Uh, <laughs> Asa, that's your job. Uh, <laughs> am I blurry? I am blurry. Um, no. Doesn't matter. No, you're fine. No? Okay. Okay. I'm a moron. Uh, the, the stream is buffering. <laughs> so that was just me. And Asa just rolls his eyes. Okay. So, I do, guys. So, my job can be to tell you when you're blurry. Your job can be on time. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I should have did that just to <laughs> drop the mic on With me. That music. <laughs> um, what a year for Xbox! After you had the ABK announcement, things were going well, 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 well. They're being building up the hype. Boom! Mega failure. Starfield and Redfall got delayed, and since then we have heard nothing. They had a poor showcase event they had nothing at the game awards and hence the video but well we'll talk about the button bit <laughs> oh we love the butt <laughs> forte talk to me about the butt no no don't talk to me about the butt not yet um just not tell yet. us <laughs> not yet um <laughs> tell us what's your assessment on xbox performance in 2022 because some people are like eh, it was a win i literally had some people say that in uh Kaysanti's show on chat. Mm, you said win, right? What was the, yeah. what was <laughs> was <laughs> okay. listen, listen, man. I oh my god. 2022 <laughs> for Xbox was probably the worst year I've ever seen for Xbox ever. Wow. And, and it cold degrees. Yeah. It's it's I listen, you try not to be like this like I, I don't even know how you put it in words it was just like you came into this year with a lot of energy a lot of people love what they showed last year you finished out the year showing hellblade at the game awards again so you were thinking like okay even if this game made 2023 it's probably going to be early 2024 but we're going to get more news at e3 it just seemed like so much talk and not enough action that was my biggest thing with xbox this year um, shout out to my homeboy Slomo, my co-host. He always talks about how he feels like Xbox um execs they do way more talking than they need to when it comes to mm -hmm. interviews and uh conversations with journalists and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're always out there telling people about what's next and you're not showing it, it just looks bad. It looks <sighs> it, it it looks horrible. It did for me being a huge Halo fan, I'm still coming off of the egregious 2021 where I feel like the reason that Halo released last year. So you could sell a couple of mugs for the 20th anniversary. I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like you literally sent your marquee game out there to die in 2021, just so you can do that. Knowing that that game was not ready to come out. And I still haven't forgave them for that. And I refuse to load that game back up and play it until it's fixed. I'm, I don't mm -hmm. care about what they did for the winner. I want to know when is, am I going to be able to do everything that you promised in this game? two years ago, maybe three years ago, but I understand delays happen and stuff. And I just think that a lot of things fell wrong for Xbox. I think they were probably hit the hardest when it comes to the whole work at home scenario, but that's not an excuse because everybody else did it too. And they were able to still release a bunch of games this year. So 
2022 was like a big disappointment and I'm not going to be overexcited for 2023 because a good half of the things that's coming in 2023 should have been here this year. So so I'm happy that they're finally going. I I always tell people at some point we're going to get these games and it's going to be Mm -hmm. a waterfall. It's going to be a watershed moment, but just like our, our, but but just like, just like we just said earlier, he was like, they're going to be forced into this scenario where they're going to release so many games this year that a lot of people are just going to skip some of them and they're going to pick the ones and all of them not going to get the shine that they deserve to get, especially if they're really good games and stuff. But they just need to really worry about games at this point. I don't want to hear about acquisitions no more in 2023. I understand <laughs> that the whole Agreed. ABK thing is. I understand ABK, that's a huge thing, and they're going to talk about that. But Capcom. I just need this. I just need games to come out at this point. (laughs) Don't talk about what the future holds until you actually got the stuff in the past. Like 2018 was almost five years ago. And that's (laughs) when you purchased all these studios. And I get a lot of them had, you know, they had, you know, uh, things that they were making for other companies. You know, they had, you know, Outer Worlds was being made and and it's third third party and stuff like that. But we're getting to that point where Fable's going on five years now. You know, um, Perfect Dark's going on five years now, and we still don't know. Like, so what's really going on with these games? So I want to see, I'm more of the show me for 2023 than anything else. Because let's be for real. Thank you. PC is literally a legitimate avenue for people right now. You can still support Xbox and not own an Xbox. So I'm at a certain point now where, are I, you moving I, to PC? No. You well, I have a beautiful PC. That I, I have a beautiful PC that I'm playing on right now. I just prefer <laughs> Xbox because I prefer the controller, and I can't use that on PC. But most of my friends are over there, and that's just how it is. But at a certain point, it's like, do I just don't want to hear a narrative where because we're already hearing rumors of the next Xbox or the mid gen Xbox. Oh, I don't even want to hear that. I'm not the ready moment, for that noise. The moment, the moment I hear that and I hear that before I hear anything about new games coming out, I swear to God, I'm going to scream. And and I've never been at that point for Xbox because I understand what the roadmap is, but the roadmap is broken and the roadmap needs to be fixed. And that's what I want to see Xbox do this year and come into 2023 because 2022 has been horrendous and they should be embarrassed by what is actually done because it's done irreparable harm to just the overall ecosystem of what Xbox is. And I just want them to do better next year. Yeah, way better enough. next year. Not Master Jess, a hard, hardcore Xbox guy goes, Just leave, just leave, nah. man. Leave Xbox. You see, doesn't you say Xbox? Because no, nah, just leave. Like his house and, is Xbox. And guess what? And, and people like that is the reason why Xbox can get away with the stuff that they've been getting away with. Thank that's, you, ladies that's, and gentlemen. That's the whole reason this happens because people go on and celebrate Xbox even when they're doing terrible. If they're doing this terrible, my... don't celebrate them. <laughs> this is my point. This is my point. Like, look. This is not to make it about me because it's like self-centered prick. But people coming at me like, look, I could either just shut the fuck up. I could pay the toe the party line or be this annoying cyst on XNC where I know that people are listening. Like the... Xbox execs are listening and be relentless in my scathing like critique of it. Because what would you want? For me to start mindlessly cap like everyone of the yellow chair gang and just say, yeah, Xbox 2023 is going to be great. Or 
just be a say it, be a dick just be unrelenting make sure you alienate yourself from all the xbox fans but for, purely for the purposes of making them listen so that when they're devising this event that you know fucking these pricks especially like they have that gas no matter how annoying this dickhead is let just get the show right they get the event right these guys are making a lot of noise let's just deliver that's my attitude towards that forte just like you like one it's not just hubris because i do believe what i'm saying but I feel like I have a responsibility to be like that. Some of the haters will say, oh, he, but he's, he's, not, he's not shutting up about it. Then fuck off somewhere else. But at least understand that I'm trying to get them to listen. Even if it's annoying. Even if it's relentless. Mm. What's better? You mindlessly shilling for Xbox and Game Pass in 2022 was a win? Or this guy has a chance of forcing Microsoft to listen? So that's my attitude. You may not agree with that. But that's how I approach things. That's how one Microsoft to do well. And even if that means everyone fucking starts crying about what I say. But I agree with you, Forte. I am very positive, genuinely, about how Microsoft will handle 2023. We'll move into that next. But before we do that, 2022 wrap up, KBG and then Acer. Can, Tony, talk to me, bruh. How bruh. is this a win? Talk to me, bruh. Is it good? Is Twenty Twenty good for you as an Xbox fan or content creator? Or... I was about to say, like, wait, you need to be specific here because, <laughs> like, like, yeah, in terms of, like a gaming year, I thought it was like it was an all right year, but um, and we haven't even talked about like third parties because, admittedly, that's kind of what I use my Xbox as. It is my third party machine, um, yeah. and especially this year, that's what it was because, yeah, in terms yeah. of the first party department, it was a very dry year, um, yeah. And I saw there was something in the chat that just said, like, do we ever wonder <laughs> how life, how things would be right now if COVID never happened? Which I'm not bringing that up as an excuse, but it's like, I always wonder about that, man. I always wonder about, like, how different would things be right now? Would we be playing Perfect Dark right now if it wasn't for COVID? I don't know. But um, good question. I'm, I'm very curious as to what that alternate timeline would have been. Um, mm. But... But uh, in terms of like Xbox specifically, because yeah, third party wise, like I said, Elden Ring was my game of the year and I played on that. Uh, my roommate, it was he was happy because he got to play Final Fantasy Crisis Core uh, and he's playing that on his Xbox, you know, and we got to enjoy some nice third party stuff on Xbox. But first party wise, uh, it was Pentiment as a very like, you know, nobody played it. But as a small project, that Obsidian, holy shit, a studio that is working on four games at once. You guys are crazy. Um, yeah. I'm saying Obsidian are. Like, holy shit, that's insane. And um, uh, and earlier on in July was As Dusk Falls, which was a partnership with Xbox Game Publishing and uh, I forget the, the actual developer. And I think that was it. Like, that was it in terms of first-party stuff from Xbox this year, but nothing notable. As you said, Gaz, the year kicked off with a big, like a lot of big news, so to speak, the, the the biggest gaming acquisition we've ever seen, the continuous year of drama that I cannot wait to be over, but at the same time, <laughs> oh, sometimes man. really enjoy it. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. and you know, Bethesda also kicked off the year saying, "Hey, Starfield and Redfall aren't really going to make it." Um, and I will say a year that we all begged for an Xbox Direct. And that is something that I really, or state of play, or whatever, just some form of a 
showcase or mini showcases that are more sprinkled throughout the year, like Nintendo mm. and PlayStation do. Instead of the Grand Slam one that they do. They didn't do a massive showcase, but they did smaller ones, which were good. Which one? What? PlayStation didn't have a big showcase reveal. They didn't have a big one this year. You're right. Yeah, there was no PlayStation showcase this year. But they got Um, away with it. And and I thought Xbox's uh, June, their summer showcase, I thought that was actually good. You know, I thought it was good. I liked their 12-month strategy because as we're all complaining, what's coming from Xbox? And we're always speculating that. So this 12-month strategy, I thought was a neat one to have their big showcase focus on that. And I personally hope they continue to do that. And because um, that gives us a good idea to the immediate future. And yeah, it's that's pretty much what I got. I was just basically like, that's like listing the stuff that Xbox did this year, super summed up. And I still, I was looking at my yearly play things. I spent like a hundred, hundred or so hours on Nintendo just over 200 hours on PlayStation, and I spent like over 900 on Xbox. And mm. I think that's just because I'm just, for now, functioning off of Game Pass, and I'm just playing games while I wait for the first-party games. Yeah. Obviously, I want them to build that rhythm, obviously. But in the meantime, I'll just keep playing yeah. games until then, kind of a thing. And yeah. my main game thing Pass we'll talk about going... Xbox stay, like, not afloat, because Xbox will stay right. afloat regardless, but oh. it really uh, helped. Yeah, and, and that's another note Life to say, life. too, is somebody said this in the chat earlier, too. Uh, um, we found out this year also that Game Pass is apparently profitable, which a lot of us did not think it was. Like, we thought they were going down the Colin hole with that. Colin doesn't believe you, Colin Moriart, <laughs> or Microsoft. He doesn't believe Microsoft, but... Yeah, yeah but... Um, but that's quite big. Now, imagine when we do get those games. But then he, his yeah. argument is predicated on the notion of what about the costs of these first-party games? I think we would have had a much different year if they did what I was saying earlier, which is spreading out their damn releases. And because hmm. 2021, the back end of that year, they released six first-party games. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if yeah, they yeah. just pushed one or two of those back into the first half of this year, I don't think we would be talking about this as much. Yeah. But And that's why I'm saying I hope they don't repeat that next year with having four first-party games in the front half of the year. I'm like, it'd be interesting. Feel good, but I bet you the back half of the year, we're going to be like, oh, this is so cool. They're all back. And then the back half of the year, we're all going to be like, where's the games? I'm like, because you get so spread <laughs> it out. You have to spread it out. So mm-hmm. The yeah. spread is the issue Microsoft has had. So let's see... Uh what happens there and that's a big question mark around 2023 it's just a good segue by the way nintendo had nothing yet safe okay we can move on dude <laughs> nintendo had the best year of the three consoles i'm gonna fight you on that uh, i agree I just... nintendo had the best year out of the big three for sure what do they have mario strikers new kirby's first 3d open world game so somewhat open world oh freak there's literally like three more that i'm forgetting um, Bayonetta 3, Xenoblade? uh, Xenoblade 3. Oh, uh, I feel like there was a Splatoon 3, Splatoon 3, yeah, and that's yeah, what I mean. Like, I was listing all oh, uh, two Pokemon games, one of them ran like shit, the other one was a great direction for the franchise. That's what I mean. I'm like, damn, Nintendo had like Nintendo seven first party hard. games this year, and they all reviewed <laughs> decently well, like. Yeah, yeah. 
and they're still selling like crazy. And I'm like, dude, Nintendo just keeps working. Like, like that whole do, thing about the PlayStation, like we don't just so old. I find it so hard to yeah. be motivated to play on that. We will need to get a new system machine. soon, but for now, like it's yeah, it's just that convenient system. And yeah, we and absolutely. I feel like people rarely complain about what Nintendo does other than their pricing. But like we're just talking about that before the stream. Right, and power. But like uh, they just I don't know. I thought that they had a really kick ass year. Fair enough. Fair enough. And um and it's because they spread out their releases. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Nintendo does like see what you says. Nintendo releases They don't games. tell us about it either. They don't tell us about it until it's about to happen. And I yeah, love that they do that because then we don't like think about it kind of a thing like okay yeah it's true we're gonna show you this I, game because it's within the next year <laughs> I, I like that i like that 12 month roadmap yeah microsoft follow nintendo's um plan asa before i go into you let me quickly read these very generous super chat first of all what the flip cole shout out to Kurt right. for 50 super chat man you didn't have to do that man. thank you so much man uh for being a member and doing that because happy new year to game on daily 2023 is going to be amazing i do agree with his optimism although it's sprinkled with this massive sense of apprehension for reasons you mentioned forte um but it just on paper it should be amazing uh but we'll talk about that very oh, shortly yeah. yeah um Shout out to Noob Cybot JP45. Thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Uh, very generous. He goes, 360 is universally considered the best Xbox generation. It would comprise 90% third party. I don't care who cooks my food. I just care if it's good. That's a good way of saying it. Although I would say there are slight differentiators with the 360 gen because that's where third party um, multiplats really became something special. And it's, it's compounded with Sony's hard to program console online space xbox boomed in the online space it carried the torch it showed everyone in the console space how to do online there's a lot more there but i get your sentiment about you don't care who cooks your food i care about who cooks my food uh but fair enough if the food tastes good fine your baby father good to see you man thank you so much for the ten dollar super chat. i always hear that phil spencer and crew watch and listen to shows like these but i can't believe they do and still seem disconnected with what with the wants and needs of their community marketing question mark exclamation mark great point your baby father we know just I think there's only one instance. I don't want to overplay. I've said this so many times, like I'm like feel fucking big, but he only said it once to Hargy, who we met at E3, that he watched one of our shows. He maybe just watched it, just glanced it over. I know they watch X and C, but they the big boys, and I'm trying to hate on them because they're big. I felt for a long time they be nice and just be like pretty, like, ah, uh, but, uh, and I just, yeah. <sighs> I just want that to change. I just want someone. Mm. It doesn't matter. If I'm going to be the dickhead of the community, I will be there as long as I just, if there's a chance for them to listen, there's a chance. Uh, and I think there's some value in that. Space Dovakin for the $5 Super Chickers. Four and a half years ago, Xbox just had five studios. They expanded rapidly and COVID hit affecting for two years. Are we being fair with Xbox? Marketing fail though. Um, well, doesn't excuse them, but it's still a trillion dollar company. They made those promises. They made those covenants. They cannot manage their own first party studios. Doesn't mean that we should bend ourselves backwards and contort ourselves to make excuses to facilitate them. Yes, these are the realities of it all. But Sony, 
is doing well considering it's comparatively tiny yes they've been in a whole generation more than xbox they've built a legacy there's a lot more to it there's little value in making excuses for a trillion dollar company in my opinion be can relentless I comment off of that absolutely you can Col go for Col it. colt had a good comment on i think it was uh oh, i forgot whose show it was but he said like i was at the gym and i saw a commercial and at the end i didn't see what the commercial was but at the end of it 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 was PlayStation, it was the blue screen, and I saw that. I never see an Xbox screen on my television whenever I watch television. True. Exactly. Like, exactly. PlayStation and puts out the money to do that. They market their games really well, and it's like, oh, but we acquired somebody. <laughs> Just market... I don't want to hear about acquisitions. Market the games, develop the games, just do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not... Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go on that point in a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just do that now. Job, if job. you're relying on Game Pass as being your primary weapon, the way you advertise it, the only advertisement you had really was for Game Pass and bloody Ninja playing on his Samsung TV, then you better make sure your ad campaign is as dynamic and fluid as Game Pass is to represent that game. So high on life, why didn't you advertise that if you believe in that game? Vampire Survivors, advertise it. Where? On TV, website, everywhere. Because you were advertising Redfall when the CGI trailer was released last year and you started advertising aggressively on all channels, but you don't do that for Game Pass games? Be a little bit more dynamic. If you think Game Pass is your unique weapon, Where's your ad campaign to back that up? Almost Xbox fans oh, unanimously, um, I think, will agree. That's a good question. Where are you right now, Paris? Huh? That's the red campaign. Oh, <laughs> Paris has been missing in action for the last couple of weeks, months. Bye. <laughs> rest in peace. It is a... Um, <laughs> I love it when you go after Paris because... Um, yeah, where are you, Paris? Best value in gaming. Where's your... He's in my next source video. It's all fun and games, Paris. <laughs> I'll fight me at E3. Um, shout out to Hoggy, man. Thank you for being a, a member for God knows how long with the blue badge and being a member of the team and just being generous as fuck. Xbox should get some flack for 2022. Don't need to trash them or defend them. I can trash them. Uh, 2022 for Xbox, EA, Ubisoft, WB had too many delays. Again, we can understand the issues. Doesn't mean we should excuse them. I understand, Hoggy but I will shit on them all day. I am getting very uh, tired of delays. I'm getting yeah, I'm very tired right. of delays. They're so standard now. Though. They are standard now. That stupid press release has become just really droll. Alvin, thank you for the $10 super chat. People put way too much importance on release cadence, mm, especially for 2023 when there are big third-party games every month, okay? General public doesn't care. We're not the general public, though, are we? Um, whether a given month's games are first or third-party. And then he has a, follows up with another super chat. Thank you again. And he goes, to follow up, the general public doesn't care whether any game is first or third, only that it's on their platform. I will always say what I've said before on this kind of point. It cascades down from, and I hate, I know, Asa, you always hate the term core gamer, but it does, ca sentiments cascade down from from the core gamer. I believe that. I, well, I, I think Calvin's point there about the, the release cadence, though, is a good one, because, um, Kibbezi, and this isn't an attack on you, but you're saying that you don't like it when all the games are clustered together. Um, but really, if you take a step back from all the marketing, if you get like five games in January, or if you get a game every two months for the year or whatever, you've got the same number of games, maybe a CU problem, rather than a, a release cadence oh, problem. And this isn't an attack, because this I is the PBG. same for I'm all of us, right? Well, no, I am as well. I'm just as weak to it. We're all puppets to marketing. But really, like, same number mm -hmm. of games are there. 
whether you're jumping in when the marketing cycle tells you to or not like these games don't get worse if you just wait a little while they, just, they get cheaper if anything the bugs get fixed so it's a fair point alvin we are all suckers for the marketing cycle it is true we are we are uh, alvin you're right we are suckers for the marketing cycle but i still believe the cascade effect i can't put a value on it how do i qualify that or quantify the value of that but I believe in it because I've, you've seen brands grow. We saw the 360, despite the fact they had a year hard start grow. Core sentiments, but we can talk about that for a while. Hoggy, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. And thank you, Alvin, for that super chat. Um, Halo should have been delayed this fall. Co-op Forge, it's a different game. <laughs> yeah, well, history has judged me the correct person in that. Not that I needed any kind of real thought on that face 23 brooklyn new york thank you for the 20 dollars super chat it's very generous because happy new years happy new years to you bro because hopefully xbox brings out some games next year enough with the acquisitions they have more than enough studios to produce games face you are 100 trillion percent right this five-year dev, dev cycle thing is coming to an end we need to see fable we need to see perfect dark we need to see what avowed looks like show us Buddy, come on, Hellblade. Am I... I'm not saying release them or rush them or crunch them. I see some dumbass comments. I just want to see those games. Um, that they're alive. Yeah. But that they're alive, that they're developed. Look, yeah. we heard from Undead Labs, State of Decay. What the fuck's going on with that? We've we heard the initiative had issues. We've had issues on, about Playground games with Fable. It will go a long way in just showing a tiny bit. We're not even asking for much, man. Damn. But 2023, I think, well, based on everything I've said, it might just contradict myself, but I actually, fuck, sorry, Acer, 2022 Xbox, <laughs> summarize, please, what you think Xbox's performance was. Well, I haven't done PlayStation yet, so I might just go through all of them all at once. Um, oh, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah sorry. I was going to say, so just share your thoughts on them. Yeah, yeah just, just generally, like, um, so PlayStation... Obviously, I've released for the last two years. They've released games. Whether people talk about when they were delayed from or how they came to be or whether they were cross-gen or not doesn't doesn't overly matter. They've had a a good cadence of games, a good marketing cycle. We've always had stuff to play and stuff to look forward to. Uh, normally, historically, Sony's big weakness, if you have one, is that all of their games are single player like essentially we know the sony formula of game and we know what we're going to get and they've always stood next to xbox who have had a different focus and xbox have typically kind of shown them up different people will have different views on it but shown them up in the multiplayer front so for sony their big weakness hasn't really been much of a weakness for the last year because xbox have kind of slept on it so that's a that's a good couple of years for them their weakness has not been exposed too badly um mm. i will say that despite sony releasing these big marquee games though and xbox releasing first party wise very very little for the last year personally i played more xbox than playstation and that is i'm not saying that i'm the center of the universe but this is something that sony need to look <laughs> at and address because if there are more people Great like point. me it shouldn't be that way around it shouldn't be the case that i've got like, i've got one game on the go i've got horizon forbidden west or i've got god of war and they're sitting in my suspend resume queue holding my playstation hostage mm. i'm not going to take them out of that little suspend resume until they're done and they take 40 to 50 hours so mm -hmm. sony should be sitting there and this is we've been saying for years that they're, they're the big threat to sony is not necessarily that xbox will sell more consoles but that xbox will take time from the people that have both 
and this is exactly what's happening for me and i'm not i'm not a big xbox person i play a lot of pc i play a lot of vr i play a lot of everything but apart from the switch which doesn't really count for me playstation is probably my least played console despite having some of my pinnacle highlight games for the year so that's, a that's something great that... point that's a great point Thanks, and you did guys. say i will back you on that you did say this thing about the time that people the time consumers devote per on the respective platforms and you're that's, you're leading on to something that has a deeper topic there do a video you bitch no sorry uh, next topic sorry here xbox <laughs> uh, i just we haven't got to nintendo yet so we, we've kind of touched on oh, nintendo yeah. a little bit but nintendo for the last two or three years i always look over the fence at that little switch wondering if mine still works after i threw it over my shoulder they consistently <laughs> have games that i want to play right i want to play so many nintendo games i just do not want to play them on that device but like mm, yeah. If everybody goes towards heavily microtransaction service-based games, Nintendo might be the last bastion that I have to look towards and, and wait for sales on Breath of the Wild forever. But they just, <laughs> they're constantly pumping out good appealing stuff. So I so want them to release some hardware that, that I can play these games on. I think we're all sick of the hardware. Mm. It's so outdated. What about Xbox? Well, I kind of touched on them already and I've played it a fair amount. They, like Game Pass is good for me i played a lot of games on it but also outside of game pass quick resume makes a massive difference the primary reason i'm playing more xbox than playstation it's not actually game pass it's quick resume it's very easy for me to bounce between things so i'm very oh. surprised that sony haven't gone actually we're gonna we're gonna take back like 50 60 gigabytes of our super fast hard drive because we can see the value of this and we can see the way that it's changing people's habits in playing games um that's not a 2022 feature for xbox but it is a big deal to me so i played a lot of games on there um and on the PC side, I got my little update email from Steam saying what I've been playing this year. I've not got one from PlayStation. They don't love me enough. But Steam say that I've spent <laughs> most of my time split between Elden Ring and Skyrim VR. So that's what I've been playing for the year. Um, I don't know. I'm happy with all the platforms. Elden I'm really Ring looking forward to Elden Ring on PC. Yep, I'm really looking forward to Monster Hunter Rise, Atomic Heart, a whole load of things. Like Xbox is going to keep on kicking, even if their first party is a complete shit show for the next year or two. We shall see. Wow. so you are so fucking intelligent i don't know why but you are and you hit the nail on the head of multiple nails and multiple heads uh uh but i will say this like one thing the quick resume factor is really important it has changed it the way i play games yeah for you as well forte like oh yeah that. easily to the point where a game that doesn't have it, which a lot of the service games like Call of Duty and stuff like that that you play that doesn't have it because they always have to log in, you yeah. notice it. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to actually wait for the yeah. game to load up. It puts so me it off. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it does. And honestly, like, I think that's a very important feature. That was a game changer. I can't. I don't want Xbox ever to forsake that for any future generation or console. I think that's really big. Um, and I think that your final point there, Asa, you're right. And this is where leading on, leading on to 2023, even if for whatever reason, I don't think Xbox will do this, but if their first party shit the bed completely, <laughs> there are so many good games on, on third party deals coming to Game Pass that you're actually excused in 2023. Not bullshit this year. I'm not saying it's shit. There are good games like... Scorn is obviously not going to think again. Another game you want to get play when you're danked. Uh, high on life, especially. And uh, I need to add yeah, some uh, disclaimer there. Uh, but like, really, look, 2023 on paper, it just looks like it's Xbox's year. And on paper, I don't. <laughs> Why? 
You just said it did. In fa- no, I said that. I, I know because I like I like many okay, things, okay. Gaz. Just because I say that I'm <laughs> going to enjoy some Xbox Game Pass stuff next year doesn't mean that it's Xbox's well, year. Because you know me, Nintendo's and you know what I'm looking forward to next year more than anything else. Yeah. And it's not a pancake game. <laughs> what? Oh, the PSVR. Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, bloody PSVR two. Well, I'm not going to buy that day one because it's quite expensive. But if you're telling me gas, because I'm a fickle man, and you say gas, you call me and say gas. I've got the PSVR two. You never call me you piece of shit. But if you said message me, text me, whatever, say gas, or do a video on it, say PSVR two is incredible. I'll buy it like that. Because I trust your opinion on it. No matter how biased you are for VR, you non-pancake <laughs> biased man. But yeah, no, honestly, look, uh, 2023, despite what Asa said about pancake games, it is on paper, Forte, surely, surely. <laughs> look, I want to believe, I want to believe, and I think it will be there, look. Someone asked me on KSanti, shout out to KSanti, by the way, and this is great, great show. Um, Jimmy Circle Podcast, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to him. And I was on there uh, earlier this week. This video, really, check out KSanti's channel. I was on, uh, it was pre recorded. And uh, in that, in a long winded way, what would const- uh, he asked this very good question. Guys, you've been so thingy about them what would constitute a good 2023 for xbox what would constitute a win so we know finally what you want what what if xbox deliver that would be good i want to pass that question on to you you two gents forte what would xbox have to do to finally and i mean specifics there like what do they do that's a 2023 is a good year chat you can also let me know what you think Man, would that, be bar's, the win. that bar is real low right now Release. <laughs> I think they need to release games first. <laughs> Just release some games. What um, games? What? Oh, okay. Tell us. All right. So let's start with the fact that uh, Starfield, I would like to really actually see at the beginning of 2023 and not at the back half of it because it was one of those games that they now said it would be out in the first 12 months of, uh, well, during the 12 month window from the showcase and stuff. Um, Definitely want to see that. But the biggest thing for me is mostly games that they haven't shown yet. I I know that Starfield's gonna come next year. Uh I I mean at least I hope. You never know what Xbox at this point. But I hope that those games do come. And if I'm going off the premise that those games in 2023 are actually gonna show, it's most about the stuff that they haven't shown me yet. Like, have I I haven't seen Fable yet? I need to see mm. Fable 3. I mean, well, the mm-hmm. new Fable. I need to see the new Fable. I need to see these games. I need to see Avowed. I need to see what you're actually working on past 2023 because we already know that you're going to have probably one or two, probably one extra surprise for 2023 that you haven't talked about yet. That's going to probably come out at the end of the year. At least that's what we're hoping for. But I just need to know what all of these extra studios that you've been working with over the course of the last five years is releasing. And that's yeah. the biggest thing for me. So games is the games is an easy one, but we don't need to be going to t- midway through 2024 saying wait till E3 2024 <laughs> to see what the what the coalition is working on or mm. how far mm. Crystal Dynamics has actually progressed in making the next uh Perfect Dark game. We we yeah. that's something we need to know within the first six months of the year because we're coming up to that golden mark where the xbox will literally be in its what fourth going into its fourth year at that point 
with these new systems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with these new systems. And we already know what the roadmap for all the other platforms are already pretty much going through next year, going into the next year. Xbox is the one that we don't know exactly what these games look like at this point for the most part. And that's mm-hmm. what I would like to see from them mostly. Games is easy. I want to know what these other studios are doing for the most part. Thank you. That's and not see my, it, not, not just know. See. See. That's, I will that's... say I disagree about the other platform. Oh, Come on, let's go. Let's go. The other Mr. Let's go. Well, we have more of an idea of what play, uh, uh, of uh, what Xbox is doing versus what PlayStation and Nintendo are doing. That's basically it. That's my argument. Well, we know a couple oh, okay. of games. Fine. Well, okay, I, well yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I just think yeah, we true. know they haven't shown the games like like the new Spider Man. They haven't shown Wolverine. They haven't right. shown stuff like that. I agree with you on that. But the thing, and I do agree with a lot of PlayStation fans when they say this. The fact that PlayStation has released games, it kind of allows you to push expectations on what those new games look like down the road a little bit more. Like, I know they're going to probably be really good looking, probably amazing playing games. So you're willing to suspend your beliefs on what these games are going to be when they come versus Xbox doesn't have that. They don't they don't get that. They don't have a track record. They don't get the benefit of that. They don't get those benefits at all. But I will say. And shout out to BG, I'm a big fan of his. Um, and he's in the chat. He did say like it doesn't. Look, it looks like like an okay year for him, but it doesn't look like he doesn't think it's banger year. I don't think PlayStation has much in 2023. Yes, yeah, Spider Man is big. Everything else is yeah. third party. What else is there? What else? Is I there? didn't Am know I like how you were approaching this, or if we're going to like. Again? Yeah, I didn't know how how we're approaching this, but yeah, PlayStation's year is very quiet right now. That's what yeah. I mean. I'm like, at least we know what's kind of coming from Xbox. We don't know how it's going to turn out, but at yeah. least like, but at least we know. But like PlayStation, Nintendo, I'm just like, I can only think of Nintendo, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and there was one other thing. And PlayStation, all I can think of is Spider-Man Two, and if we're counting exclusivity stuff, then Final Fantasy Sixteen. That's kind of like like Forspoken and all the remakes. The remakes, yeah, yeah. At the, remakes at the end of remakes. the year too, isn't it? It's next winter. Silent Hill. They were clever about Ma- that. Okay, okay, they did clever. Next yeah, winter. got you. Look, if you're gonna it. use third-party exclusivity, then we'll chuck in the likes of uh, sure. you, you've got Stalker Two and all of that. Right. But strip it away to first-party because that's the barometer which we've been judging Xbox on. And I think it's we should True. carry that forward. X PlayStation has a pretty fucking quiet. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, is then big, it's just Spider-Man Two. Yeah, in my opinion, but uh, Spider-Man is big. But why is that? It's literally just... And it's towards the end of the year, supposedly. Like I think they blew their load this year. And uh, and I think they have a quiet year. But but I will say that can change. And people will come at me for that. But factions multiplayer, if it's good, the optics of that will be huge because it will show... You're talking about Last of Us? Last of Us factions, the multiplayer. If that comes out, it looks good. And bangs, it will say, "Look, it's another exclusive." Yes, it's a multiplayer. It's multiplayer. They can do live service, which will probably be a live. And that's something they need. Terms. Yeah, yeah. And they need that, and it shows Naughty Dog are tackling this multiplayer only project hmm. because they took it away from the Last of Us Two. So, yeah. so they better if they de- if they deliver. 
I think that's massive. For, for, it's the equivalent of Xbox delivering an Uncharted or The Last of Us or uh, one of those God of War, sad dad single player games. The equivalent opposite end of that. I think that'll be big. Asa, do you agree with me? About factions. Do you listen to what I say? No, no. <laughs> yeah. When you talk like more than five words, it kind of becomes a, a high pitched blur um, in my ears. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Factions. I, I don't know anyone that sincerely played factions for The Last of Us and enjoyed it. Um, I know people say they I do. I know there is an no, audience out there. Yeah, but people. nobody trusts Gaz. No, well, okay, I do trust you, Forte. Forte knows people. Um, <laughs> factions too. I mean. Yeah, Sony's 11 service games are going to start to materialise at some point. A lot of people in, in our chat are saying that that one's not expected next year, like it's early in development, so might be a ways out yet. Um, well, that's not good then. I don't know. Can they do it? I mean, of course they can. Well, what can of course they, they can. Spider-Man 2, what? Oh, well, other games are there. I, I really, I don't think that the. I know that we want to hold them to account for their first party in the way that that you do, Microsoft. I'm, I'm less on that myself, and I don't think Sony view their own portfolio in that way. So I think, um, I think, okay. I think you're right, Asa. Yeah, and their yeah. their release cadence, as you will say, will include things like Final Fantasy 16. Um, it's the Final Fantasy 7 remake part two rebirth whatever it's called next year as well or is that a bit later that, i don't know that's what I'll have some surprises yeah. they've, they've proven themselves like we've talked about them earning the benefit of the doubt yeah money hat bastards absolutely but we're all puppets to the marketing cycle final fantasy 16's game awards trailer is the first one actually that looked good to me for that game i was looking at the previous ones thinking this looks terrible and i do not trust square enix to deliver mm. good games consistently so it's very much um <laughs> Like it's it's a coin toss as to whether that one is terrible or good, but at the very least it'll have a good soundtrack. And that last trailer did look good to me, so that's in there. And they've got PSVR too, so they're gonna have more exclusives than any other console yeah. combined. Oh my god. Yeah. And I'm not sure if Silent Hill 2 remake is coming out in twenty twenty three. That might be. Probably. I'm not, I don't yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Might be. I think it was announced as a date, but it might be. But but these are weeks. I think it's weeks. They're not first party, mean, but they are. Exclusive. Well, I will say that people always talk about the money hattie situation. I always go back yeah. to as soon as Starfield got delayed out of 2022, literally the conversation was like, who should Microsoft go out and what should they purchase to put in games? That's a great ads? point. Everybody was saying it. So even though we're talking about PlayStation money hatting <laughs> stuff, people wanted Xbox to do the same mm. thing. The only problem was PlayStation already did it earlier. For a lot of yeah, those games true. and stuff, so uh, I I don't think money mm -hmm. had any problem. I, I I think that's the last thing people want to see happen when it comes to games because they want to play them wherever they want to play them at. That's but fair. we can't get mad at the fact that PlayStation took initiative by doing that, and Xbox was kind of forced to have to do that. And I don't even think they did a good job at that, and they got the most money of everybody. <laughs> that they've been routinely outdone by Sony as far as money hunting is concerned, which makes me hate playstation for doing that because right. i hated microsoft when they did it with titan 4 and even with tomb raider um because it goes to show you're you you're you're trying to plug the gap there not but titan PlayStation, in my opinion, is one of the few games that stands as an exception to that rule i don't want to like, dig why up do you ancient say that? past and stuff but Titanfall <laughs> wouldn't have existed without their server infrastructure it's like it's, a, it's one of those fringe cases really? where 
yeah, they were building really. the case. Bloody Vince Appella goes, they didn't even know they made this deal until the last minute after they made the right. deal. The game was developed. Yeah, no, but they, money, they gave more than money to make that game real. So it's like, it's one of those exceptions that you can talk about. It's Titanfall, it's freaking years ago, so I don't want to get into it too much, but <laughs> yeah. One of the best collector's issues you can buy, that one. Mm, that that well, it's cheap as fuck right now, especially on PC. You trade Forte, um, but okay, but we'll talk about we'll park the Titanfall thing for a while. But it's an ancient game. But generally, <laughs> I don't like money hunting, and I think really, exp one thing I will say this as well uh, on this point because a lot of people coming at Xbox for square enix games not box sales or not appearing on the, the console why yeah. do you think sony if xbox is such a redundant console for jrpgs why does sony regularly money hat them it's because it's done it systematically to alienate xbox as a platform that's viable for that audience yes of course there's a strong japanese leaning xbox may have been redundant anyway but why would my xbox playstation spend expend that money there this the, the money hat on the PlayStation side is specifically Final Fantasy in terms of JRPGs though, right? They don't yeah. have a reputation for doing Just anything big. besides that. That exactly, and there's your answer. There was Persona <laughs> for a bit. Yeah. But yeah. It's big and they know that they're spending money because they was like, oh, Xbox is dead anyway. So why is Sony spending money on Final Fantasy money hunting routinely and continues to have these exclusion deals? It's because they don't want Microsoft to get any uh, footing there. So for the, all the fanboys who will say, Xbox is dead for JRPGs, they've got to speak to your overlords at Sony and say, why are you spending money? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's bullshit. Um, but yeah, um, Hoggy, shout out to you for the $5 super check. I was not defending Xbox, but isn't it interesting that they're still gaining market share against playstation this gen even with the absolute lack of games and hype um it is it is now imagine if they had those games and a hype how much more they would get but i think game pass is a massive disruptor there and it's very good to oh see. yeah yeah it's very good to see once it gets the mainstream tapping and i think phil spencer was downplaying whatever regulators or whatever reason the impact or growth of projected growth of game pass I think he said he kind of hit that they've hit the cap as far as growth is concerned i don't think so i disagree with that i think as soon as these games come in boom 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 you, you could potentially potentially see game pass numbers just blossom and then phil spencer be like, oh we're pleasantly surprised this is going great but yeah you're right hoggy it is doing really well uh, as far as market share is concerned and that's why Sony is concerned with ABK going through. They will feel the heat. And um, I just want to clarify this one point on ABK. A lot of people keep coming at me or making excuses. I do not agree with you, Hoggy, on this point that the regulators are the reason why they didn't show anything at the Game Awards. I will say uh, this point. Microsoft fucked up legally by offering COD for 10 years on PlayStation after giving it for three initially without offering any time limitations on this offer. They should have said, look, we've told you, made our position clear, it's strong. You are a market leader. You have a history of doing this kind of money hatting deal. The case is easy, but if you want our charitable good graces, we'll offer it to you for five, may say 10, but you have up until June to accept. If you do not accept, that offer goes off the table. But they didn't do that. Sony gets to buy their time, go to the court cases, and boom, done. The prime resistor of this deal does has no impetus to go ahead and sit down with you. Regulators haven't even sat in on the conversation. Their mind was always set. Lena Khan and co. always were going to do this thing. Asa, your 
shuffling around. I can tell you want to say no, something. No, no, no. I'm just like this is. I'm not. I'm not a legal person. I'm. I'm not aware of how these things particularly go down. But if they had done that, as you suggest, said you've got, you can have it for ten years, but you've got to respond to us within six months to let us have this seventy billion deal. That's exactly the kind of control that that people are opposed to in the first place. Like using that kind of leverage. So that's kind if of. If you can um, use that, well, if you have the substantive points of your points, and you are relying on your primary point is we are third place. We are small entrants in the space. We are very small fry in the space. Sony does this routinely. Bam, 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 bam. Then it said, well, we will give you this opportunity to completely prove to us, one, that your concerns that you've raised with the regulators are valid, because that's our test. If you truly believe all the shit you're saying to the regulators, then why wouldn't you accept this deal? We can't obviously op offer a COD in perpetuity, but we can offer it to you. Here it is, a decade-long deal, answers every fucking thing you said, parity with content, release it day one, and they even let you have it on your subscription service. 10 years. If what you're saying, Sony, is true, and your bullshit or your tears aren't crocodile tears, accept <laughs> that now. Why would they do that? I, I, it boggles my mind. And now... Uh, fucking Brad Smith comes out and says, oh, yeah, we tried to play the nice guy. Fuck off. You, what are you doing? It just makes no sense to me. Tactically makes no sense. So what I want, would love as an Xbox fan to see Microsoft do is now just say, that's it. Fuck it. You guys have taken the piss. You've come trying to stall our $70 billion deal, despite the fact that you have a legacy of routinely alienating us from the JRPG market, doing timed exclusivity, all this bullshit, and you try to scupper our $70 billion deal. We're going to make an example now. And I, that, and people think that's, it's not, that's petty. That's like, you know, very in the corporate realm, I promise you, this is what happens. It does happen. Imagine if you're Activision and you're looking at fucking Sony. Imagine the deal falls through. And then you, I know you, Asa, you said this last time, they'll be all right. They'll throw some money and they'll forget about it. I don't think that works that way. I think ultimately... Oh, um, NVIDIA still work with Microsoft quite happily after Microsoft stopped the ARM deal. Like corporations, all those shareholders, they're not going to go, you cost us all this money, so now we're going to like slice our nose off, spite our faces and stop taking the money that you're offering today. No. They'll go back. They'll carry on. Be, some of them will be bitter. If there's a if there's a like a hedge decision that's on the fence and could go either way, then maybe mm. yeah, then they'll side against Sony. But most decisions, they're being thrown money and they're going to take the maximum. They'll expect they don't even make that decision directly. They'll expect Activision to do everything in their power to make as much money as possible. So they're not going to cut off PlayStation. <laughs> I'm not saying cut off PlayStation wholesale mm. being so bloody absolutely destroyed Sony, but it will play a factor into it. But at the very least, I hope that we can drop this pretense of Kumbaya that Phil Spencer has done, even if it's just words, even if he's a wordsmith, even if it's a silver tongue. I think Xbox fans would like, like Xbox to be like, and I think the marketing push would being aggressive against Sony will help Xbox as a brand, even if it's vocals, even if it's marketing, even if it's if it's uh, whatever posturing. Show us that you're pissed, and we will love you for it. Uh, as Xbox fans, like these guys, fucking get it. shit. I don't have to say anything. Gaz doesn't have to scream because fucking Phil Spencer's pissed. Not just disappointed that the VGA is, he's angry. Sorry, I've ranted about this for a while, but you know, obviously feel uh, a certain way about it. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much for the... So, sorry, sorry, James. I know it's about you. And I'm just sorry. My, my no, bad. no, you're good, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, we hate this game on daily, man. We, we, hear for, we hear for the sauce.
<laughs> no, no, no. It's all about you. I'm really sorry about that. Um, Hoggy Chani, thank you so much for the five dollar super chat. Xbox is winning in 2023. Announced game releases in 2023. ABK finishes. Hopefully, two more AAA first party games by the end of the year. I'm not even asking for that. But if they do do that, Hoggy. I'll be there shitting diary on PlayStation all day if they're good AAA games. And I'll accept Diablo 4 as one of them. Uh, if Diablo 4, if the ABK deal gets done, Diablo 4 enters into Game Pass. Believe me, Xbox will want that to enter into Game Pass. Monumental. Assuming the game isn't shit because they're in crunch mode. Of course, this is why Microsoft needs to buy freaking ABK because the developers are in crunch mode. They're going to cut away features from the game. The game looks like they're... they're it's in a bad way, by the way, um, Diablo 4, um, according to the sources and the people working there. Um, so, Hoggy, thank you again for the $10 series. I hate that they're offering any long-term deals for COD. I, I love you. I could kiss your forehead. I agree. I agree with you 100%. I hate that they did that. I would like, but maybe there might be a valid reason that I would like COD to change after the acquisition. They might change because they're making it biannual and there's a possibility there. Sucks that those studios will be locked down to COD for a decade. I don't know if that's the case. Is that the case that the studio's going to be locked down for a decade? If it's biannual, that's like five games in the 10 it depends years. On the, it depends on the contract because if they have it written that they need to release those games because PlayStation has those marketing rights, do you want to if it's over the course of three games, do you want those three games to happen in three years or over six years? Yeah, yeah. No, you want the six years. You want it longer. Better quality games, more cadence, and they won't be. Well, PlayStation off, would want it over six years, but Xbox <laughs> might want it to be over in three. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's just say we'll give you COD for ten years. Three COD games. <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant. But then they will spite their own, bite their own nose to spite Sony. They heavily rely on Sony's income there to to supplement the cost of the $70 billion deal. So it's not going to be like that. But I do agree with you, Hoggy. But Spencer and Co., if you believe them, have said that they would like to revisit the legacy titles that ABK Powerhouse owns, which I did a video ages ago about all the things they could bring back. To prototype! Um, Mr. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. XX... <laughs> Did you say yay? Yay. Um, yay. Gay. I said, yay, yay. Oh, that's, yay. Like, that's an inappropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Sex Homaru. What the fuck is this name? Mr. XSS Homaru. What the fuck? Sorry, maybe I'm saying this wrong. Mr. XS. Oh, okay, I get it. I'm sorry. Um, thank you for the five dollar super chat. Happy New Year, mate. I don't think Xbox would cut off PlayStation entirely if this fails through, but their days of PS having COD marketing exclusive perks are over. I don't agree with that. Money will talk for those marketing deals. I'm talking about something more deeper, the uh, propensity to enter into those deals if it's up on the air. Uh, we'll work with Microsoft because, you know, piss off. <laughs> that kind of thing. But, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Yeski. Um, so, yeah. Very quickly, Ace, I'll lead you with this. This event is happening, people. Come on, it's happening. Jeff Grubb said it. Jess Gordon saying it. It makes no sense not to do this January event. January or February. Look, if it doesn't happen, blame Colt Eastwood. But if it does <laughs> happen, you can thank me for it. No, um, just tell... It's going to happen. They've got fucking six months to release these games, man. Of course, if people are asking for an event, it's just easy marketing. Event is coming... What do they show if you are Microsoft and you're running Xbox and you have pricks like me to deal with? What would you show, Acer? 
in this Everything. Um, loads of stuff. At least 12 months worth <laughs> of games. The problem with um, Microsoft, there's all these rumors that they've spent all of this time keeping quiet because they wanted all the regulators to think that they're, they're small or whatever. It's not worked. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not worked. They're not buying any of Microsoft's public face for this. So just yep. do it properly and give, give gamers what they want. Give us at least a year's worth of big games. Gameplay for everything you've got gameplay for. Big, loud, showpiece. Get people excited. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll go a little bit less. That. That's good. That's a great start. That's a, an amazing start. I expect... Well, keep it you. Actually, let me get it to you. I'm just a fucking lap motor mount today. <laughs> to, to, sorry, sir, Tony. I'm so sorry. What, 2023 January event for Xbox or Feb, whatever it is. What would be a good show? What would you do? Um. So to... <laughs> Oh, I've had this ready to copy and paste in the chat because, um, uh, yeah, if you guys want to know like 20 minutes of what the ideal Xbox timeline is for 2023 after this stream, watch the newest video that I did. Uh, that link doesn't work, I guess. But yeah, there's a 20 minute oh, video. Oh, I put a lot into that. I won't. I'll save you the time. Just watch that after this stream. But uh, in that video, I mentioned this event and it's. The surprise thing, in my opinion, that we'll probably see is Contraband. I really yeah. think Contraband will probably come up because uh, I looked into it, and this is a game that is, I guess has been in development since 2018. And as people were saying earlier, things need, like, games are no longer the two- to four-year dev cycle they've had. They're now, like, a three- to six-year cycle. And I don't know. It's been a while, and we might see some stuff from that. I personally think it's possible. If it's not there, then it'll be at the uh, Summer Showcase. But something to end that show, but the main thing that they would need to do, as I said this at E3 last year, or not E3, but you know, summertime last year, give us a sense of what's coming immediately. <laughs> and, that's yeah. all, and that's what I feel they need to do, is they've already set up what the front half of 2023 is, so let's firm up, you know? Like, let's firm that's up instead of making... Yeah, exactly. You got some dates... Here's a solid look at uh, Minecraft Legends or whatever, and here's a game that I know I hear nobody bring up when they bring up Xbox first parties. Um, and, you know, for just firming yeah. up on dates and stuff. And that's mainly the thing I think that they need to do. Maybe a nice Game Pass get or whatever. Just make people feel like, you know, for the next three or four months, you're going to be living it good on Game Pass kind of a thing. And, and not just because of partner things, but also first party things. Yeah. And by okay. the time that fizzles out, that's the beauty of it. By the time that fizzles out, then that leads E3. to the summer showcase. So actually, yeah, E3 is back this year. So yeah, mm-hmm. it leads E3 where they could do the same thing. <laughs> and then that'll lead to the November show, hopefully, where they bring back the XO event. And it's well, like, that's home. all they yeah. need to do is just keep keep that feeling of here's what's coming over the next few months. Here's what's coming over the next few months. Yes. But every one of them have just like one or two teases for something in the distance. Don't expect yes. it soon, but it's in the distance kind of a thing. Yes. So, yes. My teaser is also showing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great formula. That's a great formula. I can't see anything wrong with that um, at all. Maybe the teaser is about how much paper formula, but it's like, it would work. It just it would definitely work. Like, it would definitely work because there's a lot more than they're doing right now, which is nothing. So right. yeah, absolutely. Right. What about you, Forte? Do you agree with that? That kind of format of uh, what would you? Well, what would constitute a good early January Feb show? What would you? Think? Honestly, yeah, you, you. I like what they both had to say. I think in general, it just ultimately comes down to 
you don't have time to fiddle around and not just show everything you have. I think at this point, it's like a show of force. You have to show no matter what happens with this ABK deal, we still have a bunch of games for people to play. And I know that's kind of intuitive to like the stance that they're trying to put out there with FTC and all the regulators and stuff. But, you know, at a certain point, you still have a duty to the fans that actually went out and purchased your system. People that went out and bought Xboxes um, over the course of this past holiday to -hmm. show them what's in store. Because as of right now, unless you're a hundred percent plugged in and know what Xbox has been talking about for the last five years, you know, nothing because all you hear right now is everything we don't have. And these people still (laughs) went out and supported you and gave you money for a platform. So now you need to kind of find a way to let the people that are coming into your ecosystem know about why you are, why you have your Xbox and all the things that's coming to it. So I would start uh, the contraband one was a really good one. Cause that's literally a game I completely forgot about. It's literally, oh. it's, it's something they that's going to be a while away, by the way, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be, some of the hiring, but that's also you one see of the those positions they're hiring for. Tech yeah. They're hiring for positions, but guess what? If they can come up, but guess what? If they can come out with a, a trailer, for Outer Worlds 2 making fun of itself within a year of that game coming out just talking about it, why can't we get something not quite as that, but something that at least shows us like uh, a logo or something about the game or oh, or just or at least what the game is about. Got that logo and Outer Worlds 2 was just like an announcement for the project. Yeah, just an announcement for another game. But I also think I will say this though, if it's not being ready to show, it's not ready to show. I do think once right. you show an announcement trailer, the next time you show it should be gameplay. Yes, it shouldn't be 100%. anything outside of that. So I agree. If that game is in a gameplay state to show, then you don't show it. But we're also, like I said earlier, five years in on all of these games that they've been talking about. There's no reason that we shouldn't we shouldn't have to wait until June to see what Fable looks like. I mean, I'm happy to wait till June because the I'm rumors suggesting well, no, that the I game mean, is no, far I, away. No, but see, this is we're also talking. We're, see, we're happy to wait because we know what's coming. Right. What about all the people right. coming in that don't know the, what's coming? Yeah, but Jan uh, and June is six months. I mean, I'm sure that's uh, negligible. Like, they've got six months to tie them over. Starfield, Redfall, and okay, Forza. Okay, so okay, that okay, will tie them over. So, we seen all right, so let's not act like we didn't see a bunch of Redfall and everybody was tired of seeing Redfall and we saw we saw we saw um we saw Starfield and everybody got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm just ready for Starfield to come out at this point. We understand unless you're gonna uh, do a really unless you're gonna do a really big deep dive, which they usually do when they get within that three month window. Right. I can understand Starfield, especially the games that's coming out in the first six months, but I'm just thinking about stuff that people haven't seen anything from in over I think four they can years wait for that. I, if, if, if i'm doing a january showcase i would show those three games forza star okay. redfall have solid release dates okay and we'll show one or maybe two extra one game i'll be happy with avowed gameplay and then make it very clear there's no harm unless your intention is not to do this this is just scratching the surface you're going to see more gameplay mm. from our first party studios and what they've been working on at 
E3 this mm. year. Boom. Everyone's no going to be hyped. Like Everyone's going to be hyped. Everyone's going to be hyped, bro. Like that. bro. Come on, Matt. Let, I'm, let me, I'm, I'm being you. nervous Please. about the promise, too. Listen, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm with you on that. I just don't want promises like that no more. I'm, I'm like, like I said, 2023 is more about show me now. It's not about right. waiting until the end what? of the year, the middle of the year. It's no, no, not no, about show. That's no, what no, show it. And listen, do. if you're going to have an event this early in the year, then you need to come with the expectations that you need to show stuff to people that people want to see. Because guess what? We we all we all we did was complain. All we did was yeah. complain all but through the fourth quarter of last year of this year about them not showing anything. And, and guess what? PlayStation did the same thing last year. And people were like, oh, I'm tired of seeing this game. I'm tired of seeing that game. But guess what? When those games came out, they still bought them and they still loved them. And they knew exactly what they were getting, even though PlayStation showed them the same trailer or not even the same trailer or the same type of gameplay four times in one year. How many times did we see Deathloop and we got tired of it? <laughs> well, we got tired of stuff. No, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yes, we got tired of seeing Deathloop after a certain you amount of time. Cool. Everybody got be... tired of seeing it. it but they showed it like four times in one year. At the end of these shows, just have just because because Matt Booty has seen Fable and he's like, yeah, it's yes. looking great, but it's not. We just don't want to show it until like the studio feels ready. We feel it's ready at this point, and I and I get what I get what's being said here, and I'm also just like, you know, at this point. At the end of every single showcase, they just need to put like a, a slideshow of what they're working on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> then, then you guys could just be like, there you go. You got something. something. No, but people are still going to complain. I don't actually PowerPoint want presentation. I don't actually <laughs> want them to do that. But at this point, no, it's yeah. like that's the only thing that's going to calm Look, people I, down. And I'm I like, there's think, nothing they yeah. can do. Because yeah, either yeah, A, they're the going to show it when it's not ready or B, they're going to. That's show it, something that's yeah. going to underwhelm folks. It's going to be one of the and two. And that's the thing. And he's 100% right. I do think it's coming from a point of people just are tired of waiting to see things that they should have probably seen a year ago. Yeah, I'm, It is what it is. That's my mindset. It is what it is. I'm willing to cut some... Destroy Forte and Social. No, don't do that. <laughs> I am cutting Xbox some slap. Well, not really, yeah. because I'm thinking... They have an impending deadline of six months. They need to show us these games. Like Forza Starfield Redfall. Not only do they have to show him, they have to have release dates. And when they do release, they have to be good. They have to be better than they would have been this year because you delayed them. That's my view on it, whether sure. you agree or not. Then on that January event, also show maybe a couple, couple of games of maybe avowed gameplay or Fable if it's ready or whatever. And we'll be happy with the promise that in E3, we'll also show you more. And I think that will be good. Assuming all of them show well, assuming Avowed looks good, blah, blah, blah. And then you, this is what Microsoft, it's not even asking that much. They've got fucking six months to release these games. They have to market the games. So you're just asking them to market these three games, give us release dates, and show us a couple of extra things by E3, you have to deliver. That way you've done what you needed to the base minimum and given us... And then we'll talk about what E3 needs to be because that needs to be a right. banger of a show. It needs to be so good because they fucked up this year so bad. It has to be amazing. And all the people who said, wait for E3, wait for E3, and if it's shit and you still show for it, like so many of you did this year's showcase event... You're going to hate me. Just unfollow us. Just go somewhere else because I will <laughs> fucking go scorched. I, I, think that's the, I think that's the biggest thing for people. People are just tired of 
hoping and waiting. That's it. This why? I know, why are I agree. we? Why I agree. are we? Why are we waiting for something that we spent our heart? I, and and I'm been, and I was the person that told people don't buy until they give you a reason to buy it. Yeah, and yeah, even, yeah. And and we're talking like I said. Now we're going into year three of this, and I'm like, okay. At a certain point, I get it, and, and I agree with your thing. They can show two, two or three good things um, that we Jonathan, haven't seen before yeah. in January, and that will be fine. But. I don't trust them to do that. So at that point, I, I'm not I just, saying I do. At I'm that not point, I, do I just need them to. That's the thing. <clears throat> I just need them to do it at this point. It's it's <laughs> I know. something. That's it. That's, I'm with something. you. I'm with you. I'm just like no more excuses. I'm not going to shill for them. I'm not going to have any expectations. I'm not going to be like, wait, what? 2023 boom is coming. <laughs> it is no way on earth after being completely having my anus destroyed by microsoft am i going to sit there and shill with confidence that this 2023 showcase and jam will bang i'm not going to do that but that's the expectation i think it's a lower bar and it's going to be it should be good the source is going soft did you say wait till you see the source video when it comes out tuesday wednesday you will shit yourself at how raw it is it's the hardest source <laughs> video ever made Kibiji, you have to put your hands on it. There's no school. I, I, I have a potential good. Well, I, well, I don't know because, like, how much more do we got? And does Asa have input on this? Because I have a maybe a neat roundout question to just hit everybody with. Go for it. Go for it. Well, it's it's okay. Well, just basically to take us back to games. Um, is uh, not much explanation whatsoever. Okay. Each of you can pick up to three games next year to play. Don't worry about Game Pass. Don't worry about how expensive they are. Don't worry if they're small scale, whatever. You only get three games to play next year. Xbox there's games? Street... No, just in general. There's Street Fighter. There's there's oh, the Jedi easy. Survivor. There's okay, Spider-Man. Okay, there's first. Starfield. You only get three games. <laughs> Resident no Evil 8, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and Firewall Ultra, whatever the whatever it's called. The first one, Resident Evil 8 VR, you mean? Yeah. Firewall. Uh, nice. Firewall. Okay. They're all they're three VR games, guys. I just they're all just VR games. Three oh, VR nice games. <laughs> yeah, because next year's crazy with just general releases and yeah. Okay. Hades and Starfield and Spider-Man, but no, I've done my Yeah, thing. I'll go. Um, yeah, this is easy. Um <laughs> Death Space Remake, because I'm a huge Death Space fan. Um Tears of the Kingdom and Jedi Survivor. Nice. Mm, that's a solid Solid. For me, Starfield, Tears of the Kingdom. And the third one. <sighs> Fuck. The third one. There's some really good games. I'm a bit torn on the third one. Crazy. Crazier. I think Street Fighter, maybe. Street right, Fighter. Great. Can't wait yeah. for the sauce. I'm not even right. into Street Fighter, but that game is <laughs> yeah. fucking bossed every time I see it. So, yeah. Starfield is up there. Tears of the Kingdom. I, if it fixes some of the issues, Breath of the Wild, I'll be in heaven. That's my game of the year runner-up. Starfield, I I really have confidence, but yeah, but Street Fighter, fuck, it's been a while. I've got into fighting games. I want to get into them. Uh, so ooh, and it looks so good. So see what I did, guys. Your chat is popping off, dude. I love yeah, it, guys. Good they, job. They Everybody's about, popping yeah. off. Let's <laughs> talk Starfield, about the game hype, yeah, man. I'll go um, Okay. I don't know what my like. I know Spider Man Two for sure has to be in there. Um, uh, shit, I can't remember. I don't want to say my number one because does anybody here know what my number one is? If you, you have to pay attention to my shit, if you Tekken know. Eight, fuck. Yeah, Tekken, uh, well, one, I don't know. I know what your number eight, one is Tears of the Kingdom, obviously. Come no, on. it's not. No, it's what not. The f 
You fake Nintendo. No, it's not. Okay, hold on, hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me don't say it. Let me guess. That's fine. You could you could ponder as I try to remember what. Like, I can't. I can't think of it. What what could it be? Um, you know, just gun to my head. I'm gonna say uh, Stalker Two is in here as well. I don't feel confident in that. I just know Spider Man Two is for sure the number two for now. Oh, you know, if I had all the budget in the world, like Game Pass wasn't a thing. Actually, it's Hogwarts Legacy, Spider Man Two. Pikmin 4. <laughs> Pikmin goddamn 4, dude. I brought I was on another show and they were like listing all these things coming out. Oh god, I gotta swap. Dude, it's a great year next year. Like that's why I want to ask this. If we're like if we're kidding, like coming up to the close, because yeah, next year's crazy. Swap Life out Hogwarts Pi, Legacy for Jedi Survivor. I'm sorry. Of, swap out Hogwarts Legacy for Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor, Spider-Man 2. It's a P. Pikmin 4. Yeah. So nobody oh, said Hades too. Oh, Nobody said Hades 2 is here, Hades, but I saw it in the chat. Hades, I saw it in the chat. I'm still shocked that that game was coming when I saw the hey, Hades 2, like, if it comes next year, that might, that might take... Oh, that takes Street Fighter all day. Hades 2, it does. Tekken 8 mm. as well is quite close to Street Fighter, actually. That's uh, the thing. You think of a 3, but then you remember Zelda, like yeah, everything coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Face that we mentioned, Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom definitely is my number one, really. Um, I just need to see the market that game more. I, I just I need to see more... Oh wait, Tears of the Kingdom? I just I'm not sold on it being a sequel yet. They say it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild. I need to I don't feel like that yet. Right now I currently mm. feel like it's a big a expansion. Oh, okay. It's oh, it's probably, more than DLC, is. but not quite a sequel. I have a lot of because... confidence in them. Like Majora's Mask? Yeah. Equivalent to Ocarina of Time. Work. Hey, this is the longest gap we've had from a Zelda game. So like I'm Judas. sure it's gonna be great. Yeah. There's so many good games. Uh, that's Judas, not coming out next Redfall, year. Oh, yeah. Black Myth Wukong. Is that coming out next year? I think it is. I'm, yeah, I think it is at this point. Bro, there's too much. That Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah, fucking yeah. right. <laughs> it's well, be, uh, we never know. You never know, actually. It's going to be a strong year. We said this same thing last year when we did these shows. We was like, yo, 2022, like as a third party Dude. and all those other games were huge. And there's it's, so many games. It's Even if half of them year. get delayed, it's still the crazy. That's that's why to make the scope yeah. full circle. That's why I started off this stream with saying but, like I and I kind of took it from a I think it was that's a good funny. thing you did. The, it was kind of funny. So they started there. off so by saying there. like, Dude. Is next year like the finale for gaming? Because there's so much <laughs> coming out. It's a lot. It's fucking sick. Lot, Actually, dude. I'm so yeah. glad you did that because uh, there are so many. Look at that. Hades 2. Lies of P looks amazing. You got Tekken 8 as well. Spider Man 2, I'm not a big fan of. Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm actually in interested in that. Re RE4 Remake. I might actually play that. Um, I'll, mm -hmm. Actually, that's a Remake, yep. Maybe, maybe, but there's loads there. Yeah, replace, replace, replace would be number three, actually. Yeah. Fuck, I'll get this too much. There. <laughs> I do see that game, and I'm like, that is Armored a very gas game. Is Armored Core coming next year? Yeah, apparently. Nah. That's why I thought it was there's crazy. No they like it. they announced it at the game awards, and they're like, yeah, from software's next game next year. I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? We haven't have time to cover any of these games because we're going right. to be playing them. Right. Um, it's a great year, especially if you're lucky enough to own all platforms. Uh, Dude, it's yeah. an incredible I hate it, I hate it so much. As somebody that has that finally has the newest gen consoles for all three, I hate <laughs> it. It's so torturous. <laughs> it's torturous, but in a good I way. Um, choices. I don't do RPGs. <laughs> it's like Mila Kunis tickling you to death. It's nice, but it's still torture. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ace out. Thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. Question: Do we think Nintendo is releasing a new console or a handheld Good in question. 2023? Not releasing, revealing. 
Maybe. I'm with that. I'm in agreement with that. I think they'll reveal it, but not release it. Do we do we think that it's going to be a new gen, or is it going to be just a continuation of this one? So, that's and and very good. It's question. just an entire. That's an entire topic that, like, I t- I told myself the other day, I could literally be on an entire panel just talking I don't, about what the frick is Nintendo I, doing next. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think Nintendo. Gonna, I don't think they're going to move on from this they gen until they pass PlayStation Two. I well, think that's a go. Well, no, well. They can, I guess, not move to next gen, but the situation is they just they can't abandon the switch. With no, they're how not. Much well, they sold. can't. They can't. Well, whatever system they do going forward, I think they they it have has to, to be backwards the compatible. They have to they backwards, so there has to be a yeah. hybrid still. They can't. I don't think they can change that up. And I I just think that they're not going to do anything drastic when it comes to moving on until they hit that one fifty five. Because mm. I because I think they can hit it in the next year to two years. It, it continues. They're already at one thirty already, almost now. So, Faisal mentions the last night, if you remember that, and the replace is completely overshadowed. That I don't even know what's happening with that last night, which was basically looked like replaced. So, good shout out to you, Faisal. I don't know what's happening with that. Um, smash the like button, people. We are coming to an end. I see you there, Christopher Hart, you troublemaker. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Look, it. I'm glad. That's a very, very good question. Uh, that you asked because it showed what I do. <laughs> yeah the futility of some of the console centric conversations when we are eating good uh in 2023 assuming all these games don't end up being shit which they won't um some of them will but ultimately 2023 this is the year it's going to be next year it's going to be uh well, ha- well it's almost 2023 here in about 40 minutes uh but it's going to be an incredible year. Like in terms of content creators, it's actually very exciting because I like talk to Colt Dealer and all of these guys are like, like fucking this year. On the respect of a platform, has been dead as a content creator. Twenty twenty three is so exciting. Just playing the game and excited to cover it will be exciting. I hope everyone joins us as enjoying the gaming and not dwell too much into the console wars although i will back you on that anyway because i love it um shout out to jonas the dad for the two dollars super chat goes love your source guys i stand with you demand better thank you sir thank you um and everyone in chat thank you please uh smash the like button if you enjoy the show we're gonna wrap it up but before we do we have to give these gents a chance to tell us where you can see their sexy faces. Kiba G, you were smiling there. You knew it was all about you as well. And what? Forte, both of you smiling. Both of you do it together. No, uh, what are you doing there? Um, oh, shout out to you both, gents. You killed it, as always. Uh, Tony, where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find me. Just Google Samurai Kibiji. There's a space in between. That's K-I-B-I-J-I. I am uh, the hype man, or at least I try to be. I like to build the hype for upcoming games. That's why I wanted to end the stream with that question, because anticipation and speculation can be fun. There's a difference between setting expectations and hoping. I need to affirm that up mm. with everybody. I put yeah. that in some of my videos, and they're like, how can you bring this up? These are some high expectations you got. They're not expectations. They are hopes, and I am sharing them with you, and I would like to know your hopes. If you want to speculate well, about no. upcoming games on YouTube, go to Samurai Kibiji, and uh, you can find a, a video that is shockingly doing great about my proposed Xbox timeline next year. I put a lot of time into that, and I'm shocked that it's actually doing much better than my typical discussion videos. So 
Thank you very much for love on that. And I'm assuming that means it's a good video. So go check that out. And I'll see you uh, whenever you... Oh, yeah. If you want to hang out on Twitch, Mondays and Thursdays. Do Check it. Schedule there. Do it. And he's got great videos as well. Shout out to him. Thank you, Anna, oh, again. Anime. What's that? Otaku. Bleach. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you're into anime, I'm watching. Uh, what am I watching right now? I, I watched think... Cyberpunk, Gaz. I finally watched it. What do you think? Edge Runners was, was good. It was good. You gave it eight out of ten. I just, it's that studio. They never, like, they never grabbed me for some reason, but this is the best work they've done. Ed Rose really okay. Okay. was really good. Okay. That's high praise for from an anime connoisseur. So I respect that. Respect that um, immensely. Uh, I'm watching Demon Slayer, the movie now. It took me a while, the nice. first one. Uh, now I'm going to watch season two, but it's going to be wicked. Um, and then I'm going to watch Chainsaw Man because I've heard good things about it. So that's good. And Bleach, but I need to find where I left that's it. A lot. I like that's a lot. Episodes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Last but certainly not least, Forte. Thank you so much for, um, <laughs> as I say that, Erodimus with this $5 super chat goes, Thank God Forte didn't say Destiny Life or as one of his three games progress. I uh, hope you had a good time, bro. Uh, thank you so much for coming on again. Helping yeah, man. <clears throat> Definitely. I appreciate the invite as always. It's always a great time. And um, as always, I always try to tell people, um, even if for the year you feel like the platform that you root for, you play on, didn't do as great as it normally should do. Just remember that gaming is just gaming. No matter where mm -hmm. you play it, it's great. Um, 2022 was an amazing year for games in general. 2023 will be also be an amazing year for gaming. And um, I think it's just time that we put down our flags and just start celebrating games instead of the platforms that we like to play on because those platforms don't define you. The games that you play define everything that goes around, and that's all that really matters. <laughs> so... For myself, it's Gaming Forte everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, and Xbox Live and PlayStation, DPS Podcast every Thursday night, 9 p.m. We'll be back on the 5th of next week uh, with my homeboy, Slow Mo Backslap. It's a great time. Uh, make sure you come through and check us out. And with that, have a great new year, everybody. Um, raise yeah. a glass. Raise a glass. Post a picture on Twitter. I'm going to keep doing it. Fuck it. We get demonetized. 2023, bitches! <laughs> and have a good weekend, guys. <laughs> Just playing everything. <laughs> Just spam everything. Shout out to everyone who watched that. Also, thank you, Patrick, for being a member for seven months. He goes, Happy New Year, everyone. Ace, you're awesome. Gaz, you're even more awesome. Wow, that's so nice of you, Patrick. <laughs> Fire Shadow, thank you for the $5 Australian. Happy New Year to the legendary channel. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, Gaz. And it's now January here in Australia. Thank you for yeah. from the, greetings from the future. And Xbox still has no goddamn games yet. It will change, Fire. It will, it will change. change. <laughs> Shout out to everyone in chat. Before we go out, Asa, tell lovely, lovely viewers what's in store. What are you doing? Still covering VR even though it's dead? Okay, fine. Yes, definitely still covering <laughs> VR. Still love it. Still running around on my treadmill. I've got my little channel over. Yeah, links are in chat. Thank you, Isla. So go along and like thursdays in particular thursdays nine o'clock uk time i talk to people for like between one and a half and 18 hours so if you think that i don't talk enough here then i'll hop over there and you realize i do talk quite a lot but there is quite a lot of vr talk in there as well as all the other platforms and all the retro stuff and whatever the hell i feel like and obviously we've got big things planned on this channel and on the game on daily platform in general so we've got our new show coming at some point early next year i know gaz has mentioned it a few times and we haven't quite delivered on that but it is coming soon and it's going to be brilliant we're going to keep going with these and there's just going to be loads of stuff to look forward to. So happy new year, everyone. What about you guys? What you got in the pipeline? 
Uh, yeah, no, actually, thank you for reminding me about the game chats. The 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 new show that's coming over is it's really ambitious in the the design of it. When it does come, finally, we get to bridge the gap between you viewers and us to phone in uh, and discuss with us Tuesday show where it's just like call in discuss obviously gonna have some instances where people take the piss but it's gonna be fun we really desperately want to have that line of comms because we are gameondaily.com is an aggregation platform to power you guys honestly it is there for that so the show should do that just a bit ambitious with what we're doing we'll get there in terms of um, my timeline for the people who threw personal attacks at me for my views on oh, xbox me. sorry sorry Oh, no, uh, not about yeah, Xbox. Fine, I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But for the, all, all of those who said all that shit, just prep your body armor, buy it now, Amazon Prime, whatever. Brace yourselves. The source video should be coming Tuesday or Wednesday. I've got to do some uh, mad editing. I've also got more videos coming in the works. I wanted to do an end of year wrap up, but I thought let's just do it in the chat. A lot more content, another live show, and more source for everyone. Thank you, everyone, this year for supporting us, all of you, for coming in, tuning in, whatever. Appreciate a lot of it. And we're going to be covering all platforms more. I know I'm Xbox guy, but I will be covering all platforms more thoroughly and more, hopefully, reviews of games as well, because people have said they want to see that. So hopefully we can do that now that I move away from multiplayer. Asa will hopefully bless us with his incredible videos as well. It's been a while, but Asa's videos have been dank, especially Technalysis. Hopefully we can fix that somehow. If we can get games from developers so can, Asa can do the Technalysis, but they don't like doing, giving us games for that purpose because we Asa will rip them apart with his scientific lens. But thank you so much. That was a long outro. Thank you again for an incredible 2022. Here's to an incredible gaming year of 2023. Love you all. Peace out. Shout out Boba Fett. Love you all. Peace. Smash the like button. Bye, everybody.